It's the Bob and Tom Show. A great way to get your morning started. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. This is an educational show. Yeah, what are we educating on? Well, I... We were, and now here's Professor Griswold. No. We're about to learn a bunch of stuff. <laughs> First off, uh, coming up, uh, we have... Oh, I forgot to introduce our guests. Comedian Claude Stewart is over there. We have just been joined by the very lovely Marianne Sirk. What's up? And uh, <laughs> Marianne, I don't know if you know this, but uh, today on the show, we are going to be doing something called vajazzling. Uh-huh. You I heard? was quietly sipping my tea on the way in, and I heard, maybe Marianne will get vajazzled. And I was one? like, <laughs> That was the tea went through your nose? Yeah. Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> what? As your friend, uh-huh. you don't have Friday. to do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's very, well, I, that's actually, very nice, Christy. I saw it on the website, and I thought, honestly, I thought it looked beautiful. Oh, really? I was like, that's pretty and Christy's uh, going to get her hips done. <laughs> I think I'm going to do one right here. Oh, really? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. I would get it something. Well, this may be your something. opportunity. We have some women coming in from a place called the Naked Monkey. They, they are experienced in the world of vajazzling. <laughs> now, I have this letter. Dear Bob and Tom, the uh, Latin term for the part of the body that is vajazzled, yes. which, which is the part of the body above the mommy parts. Right. I liked your um, gesture. Are we for that. sure we want to hear them? <laughs> I think it's very uncomfortable talking about any of this. It's a Latin yeah. term. Awkward. Is it a Latin term that it's, you can uh, actually read on the air? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how to pronounce it. Does though, it end in Ingus? No. <laughs> Everything in Latin ends in yeah, Ingus. That's what I'm saying. I took Latin. Pegasus et Anna. I got uh, Latin Anna coming Ingus. out of my ears. Yeah. No, you, there's things that end in Lacio. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's Latin. Uh, it's also a very fine move. It's, right. it's um, Mons. Is that correct? correct? Yeah. M-O-N-S. Mons. I, I'm guessing Veneris. Mons Veneris. V-E-N. Moms? Everyone calls M-O-N-S. Mons Venus. Mons Venus. Where they pronounce it. Mons Venus. Mons Venus. I don't know. You can also pronounce it Hella Mons Venus. She had a Hella Very. Yeah, because you're right, because venereal sounds like venereal, venereal disease, disease, which is, I'm sure, where that emerges. Just the root, right. I think. Venereal. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, venereal, Mom's yes. venereal, mm-hmm. also root word. Yes. Um, so, in any event... Um, <laughs> so, the Mons Veningus is... <laughs> I don't think that... Uh, hey! In any event, mm-hmm. let me explain, Marianne, if you're, if you're aware of this, but the, the way this works, apparently, is the area down there is... Uh, 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 down there... Is um, waxed. waxed. I have never seen you more uncomfortable in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to disguise. Uh, <laughs> uh, How it works is it's, uh, she saw the video. Denuded, I believe, is the term. Denuded. Or that would have to happen. The hair is removed. Why can't you just say waxed? He's uncomfortable. Well, because waxing doesn't really. <laughs> it's not hot unless you're familiar with the term of waxing. Mm-hmm. Um. How many what? people don't know, don't know what waxing is? Whoa, shaving? Yeah. What about shaving? All their fancy talk there in the bottom <laughs> of the I can't keep Wax. Explain the wax. Christy, I'm a communicator. I want to. Really? Maybe, you know, I don't think maybe this no guy. communicates <laughs> the way you do. You know, that's <laughs> odd. That, yeah, it's that's interesting so that you think you're a communicator. That's, that's very interesting. You're more no of an agitator. No one can understand you. You're an irritator. You're this is why I went to college. Yes? So he could irritate really? us all? I can no, make it was so, uh, so his parents could have four years of peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to, to make things more complicated and yet uh, more that, clear. Now, that uh, was a fast trip to the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Sally, get in the car. We're going. We're going. <laughs> now we, Don't uh, look back. I'll get a door handle. So the vajazzling so right. involves, as we uh, stated earlier, beginning with the denuding of mm-hmm. the Mons Veneris. Mm-hmm. Wow. Followed by... Wow. Yeah. Okay. So everyone followed listening in the car is going, what the hell is he talking about? Followed by, by Diamonds by Your Cooter. Yeah. 
They're talking my language. That's a great country song. That's right. I think that's actually just one store. Diamonds, diamonds by diamonds your, by your cooter. That's right no, next door it's a to. Key, it's a kiosk in the mall. Oh, okay. <laughs> right they do there. it. They do it right there. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah, you get your ears. They pierce your ears. You know, Hi, yeah. Mrs. Wellman. I'm just having my vagina bedazzled. <laughs> she walks by. In any event, so you get the concept. I do. I think I got she it does a long now. Time ago, yeah. Actually, yeah. Good. that was but my neighbor. It's my neighbor's I name. I just can't deal anymore. Okay, now we have. We're, jo- we're educating in many other ways. He's getting worse. I know. Now, Christy, we were just talking. Um, we were just talking about uh, the what? word uh, "hella." <laughs> yes, "hella" as a mm-hmm. there is a very there right? is a movement to make the word "hella" uh, the name for a mathematical uh, number number, which is um, what is it? Ten what, to the twenty seventh power. So we have after trillion is what quadrillion? Then yeah, who knows? Yeah, there's a whole list of them. They're really bizarre words. Oh that you yeah, there's don't. some there's some beauties in there. Unless you're a math major, you're the never uh, use. bazillion is not in there. I'm really surprised. Bazillion? Oh. That, that doesn't bazillion? exist, right? Is that no, just a... bazillion is not there? No, it should be. Yeah, because nothing tops bazillion. Gazillion. 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 There you go. Oh, you're right. I, I, she's got you there. Uh, <laughs> I can. Well, oh, represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, University of Syracuse. How about uh, ginormous? Okay. <laughs> really, really big. Ginormous alien. You went to Syracuse? Yeah. Cool. Orangeman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, that's what right. I said on my resume. In any event, <laughs> if that's what ten to the twenty seventh power, which is a one followed by twenty seven zeros. They want to name it a Hella, H E L L A, and Claude again. Hella means very. Use it in a sentence, please. Uh, uh, man, that, that that woman is hella fine. Hella fine. Is this yeah. a uh, is this a rap uh, hip hop term? I, that's when I first heard it. Sure. But uh, well, they might say you know when you discuss uh, vajazzling, uh, Tom is hella uncomfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I see. But uh, so yeah. No, Tom wouldn't be hella uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Tom would be, and I think you don't even need the word hella here. Just a hole. <laughs> no, that, that would be hella. Now, hella I'm just trying hole. to communicate. Hola. Hola. So, but but no, Tom. Surfers say it too. Like the surfing community is. Really? They say hella a lot. So that okay. vagina is hella dazzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's makes sense. How about that? Yeah, but hellagina would be. <laughs> that would be That's just a, a hellagina. Now you. Yeah. Well, I won't say that. Mm-hmm. Hellagina might be. That sounds like it's hovering above yeah. you and it's about to land. <laughs> it's, oh it's, my God! Get back! The hellaginas are coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh the humanity! Also in the studio, he looks like Beaker from the Muppets. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Claude Stewart. Um, Hello. Uh, and I, and, and you acknowledge that? Of course. I, I absolutely. I'm not yeah. trying to be mean. No, no, you. I have to do it at some point in my act, or you know. Yeah. Anybody ever told you you're a Muppet? Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-eight thousand time I've heard that. Yeah. Your hair, your hair goes straight up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't criticize. I don't have hair, but if I did, <laughs> you would, would not wear it like I that. Would you? Would go for it. This is yeah for the stage. Uh, I'm yeah. just, it looks very. Uh-huh. It's very special. We have a comedian, um, comedian Marianne Syracuse here with us. I thought you said Canadian. No, no, yeah. comedian. 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 No. Comedian. No, you're close to Canada. Now you went. You went to Syracuse University. That's what I said on okay. my resume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, Syracuse. We're on the air. I went there for lunch. Brand now, new affiliate, Syracuse. Welcome. We have. Um, oh, uh, and we have something coming up on the show. What called vajazzling? We've oh. been talking about it all week. We're very excited. This is the once again the uh, 
the decoration of the uh, Mons Veneris area. Mons Venus is uh, really all you have to okay. say there, Tom. Okay. So, <laughs> so is Vizjazzling also Latin? Is that what the Latins used to I doubt it. <laughs> no. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's a made-up word like edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this now, is, edutainment? Uh-huh. And you guys are always saying that I try to over-describe things and over-set up things. I'm always criticized for this, but yeah, that's right. we yeah. had a letter yesterday, and I've lost it, unfortunately. Yes. But I can remember the, the essence of it. Um, we had a song. It's uh, one of Bob's tunes. Uh, it's Ooh. called uh, Taint. <laughs> we are not able to play that song on the radio due to uh, the triumph of good taste in our culture. But it's a wonderful song. Somebody yeah. didn't know what a taint was? And we had been referencing. Wow. I, I want had... to clear, uh, clarify something right now. Yeah. I did not write that song. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. I, uh, I sang the song. Who wrote it? Uh, I did uh, with, uh, <laughs> with, with 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 my friends Ricky and Steve. But that okay. The larger point is so it's a cover. The larger it is. You know what it is? He's throwing the blame on me. Said, Not the blame. Songs. I think it's a great it's one song. Of Bob's songs. I think it's a great. Uh, uh, Bob does an amazing job singing. I, I wish could we maybe we could play like a little. No, taste of we it. can't play any. Not of even it. a little. No, not even a bit. Well, I forget what we were talking about, and I I mentioned. Um, that well, there's probably someone out there who has their taint, taint pierced. pierced. <laughs> right, right. And or then, vajazzled. And we found out there's, in fact, a name for that. What was it? Gooch or something? Gooch. A gooch. And a the gooch. notion of having a ring oh, no. a ring on your taint freaks me out completely, like almost everything else <laughs> in the world. Why? That's so bad. What's about, about that? that? You know, you put that, you put a whistle, because uh, <laughs> you have whistle. them blow the whistle at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> it's go time, baby. Everyone knows it's uh, time to rest, and then... Uh, so... In any event, I got a letter from a guy going, going, hey, listen, I don't know what a taint is. So n- Who we said do- that? I, I lost the letter, Bob. Well, maybe I did. One guy, <laughs> one guy didn't. Was it Austin? Or- it was not Austin, Austin S- Sendak, the, the guy trying to rename the math <laughs> term. Right, no, just- no. A taint is a uh, uh, medical term. Uh, yeah. medical? I, don't uh, I don't think so, Clark. <laughs> I think that would be the medical would be perineum. Yeah. It's uh, hella medical. You, yes, really. <laughs> See, oh, the yeah, the medical term is the perineum. It is the area. They cut that when you have a baby. Sometimes. Yeah, it's the area between the. Um, it's the put it this way. It's the southernmost part of. No, that's no. It's southern. Not. <laughs> it's between it the, this <laughs> and this. It's between where the fudge is made. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. And yeah. The most yes. nether region. Yes. yes. Uh, if I can make quote uh, Tom Griswold, taint your hiney, taint your vagina. So uh, <laughs> that's, well, that's a bumper sticker, right? There. Thank you. Uh, is that in the that's song? Why that was they in the call song. It taint. Uh, yes. Thank yeah, you very that's much. the benefits of a classical education. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't teach that at Syracuse. Uh, no. No. No, they didn't. Uh, yeah, took a lot that's of, why it's considered an academic. Uh, now, we, um, so in any event, uh, for, the, for those that were not familiar with the term taint, that's what that means. Okay, so, thank you. But I don't, I don't know if there's a taint waxing thing going on anywhere. But. Claude has a question. <laughs> well, no, I, I've, I, we could Google this, but I, I've also heard uh, the term condula has been uh, described as a taint as well. I thought that I've was a medical. What was the medical one? Conducive? Perineum. 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 Okay. I, I think heard perineum is the one. I don't know. If, okay. Condula is a sandwich. <laughs> uh, condula. <laughs> That's a movie I thought. Is, uh, a condula is a boat they use in Venice. Uh, uh, the condula. Oh, of course. No, I thought a, I thought a condula uh, was number four. It's a 12-inch sub sandwich. <laughs> or num- uh, num- the condula with on the Panera Bread. <laughs> in just moments, more Bob and Tom Extra. Bet you can't wait, huh? Have you ever had one of those days when nothing goes right? Your wife starts bitching about whatever it was. 
she was bitching about last night. So you escape into the bathroom just to sit there on your throne. But after you finish your business, the toilet paper's gone. Well, it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. It's a bad day. So you better get off my back You might get cold cocked <laughs> If you cross my path Cause it's a great day For me to whoop somebody's ass <laughs> Well I was running late for work So I poured me some coffee to go And just before I had a flat tire, I spilled it all over my clothes. When the highway patrolman pulled up, I thought that help was on the way. But when he saw the tire tool in my hand, he shot me with pepper spray. <laughs> oh, it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. It's a bad day So you better get off my back You might get cold cocked If you cross my path Cause it's a great day Y'all can sing it if you want to For me to whoop somebody's ass <laughs> When I finally made it to work I was 15 minutes late I told my boss about the flat tire, but he fired me anyway. So here I am out in the parking lot, just waiting by his Corvette. I'm gonna give him a goodbye present that he never will forget. Let's sing it together. Cause it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. It's a bad day So you better get off my back You might get cold cocked If you cross my path Cause it's a great day For me to whoop somebody's ass The Bob and Tom Show is still trying to wake up. In the meantime, more Bob and Tom Extra. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, once again, thanks for joining us with us in the studio. Comedian Ms. Pat. Ms. Pat is uh, a mom, uh, a wife, and uh, we've been uh, meeting her here. Uh, she's uh, a very fine comedian as well. We were just talking about your real life, where you're a landlady. Yes, the most horrible job in the world. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Other than being married to somebody you don't like. Well, and you're. Yeah, <laughs> I could have that. And my girlfriends are miserable, so I'd rather be the landlord. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and you said you're more or less a landlord to your 23 year old. Is that right? Or no, I, I said I'm. I tell my tenants, I said I'm not a landlord. I will fight you over my money. <laughs> That's in my lease. I will slap you. Uh huh. Really? And, yeah. And I tell them, I said, I'm not really a landlord. I just have a piece of property that I really don't want, and I will fight you over my money. And so, what do you call your money? Your husband money? Yeah. I said, nobody takes my husband money but me. So mm. I'm not going to let another lady get in on that. So All I got to right. get his money so I can look like a hero. Okay. <laughs> now, um, I want to get back to a topic we were discussing earlier, Ms. Pat. I don't know if you've heard about this. The so-called uh, five-second rule. 
If you drop food on the floor, you've got, if you pick it up within five seconds, it's safe to eat it. Um, unfortunately, scientists uh, don't agree with that. Of course so, not. Who agreed? <sighs> now, do you, do you cook much? Uh, no, this is a Chick-fil-A body. Oh, really? <laughs> Strictly fast food. <laughs> I, I don't know how to cook. Are you really. kidding me? Really? I would have never thought that. I know everybody. You, you saying that because what, what, I'm bl- you said that. What wild, said it awful you, generalization are you going to make now? He think I can cook because I'm a big black lady. All big black ladies can't cook. We all can't sing. Everybody think I'm a singer. If I say I'm going to get on stage, oh, I know you're a gospel singer. I'm like, no, I cuss like a sailor. I'm not a gospel a gospel singer. They merely think I'm a gospel singer because I'm yeah. fat and I look like Patty Labelle or Rita yeah. Franklin. I'm like, I'm not a guy. Go- look, my voice is deep i sound like barry white so why would i be trying to sing oh yeah yeah a lot of time when i'm in the bedroom my husband be like don't talk don't talk i think you're i think you're a lineman <laughs> my husband be like clear your throat clear your throat clear your throat <laughs> i hear that at least 10 times a night clear your throat you sound like my daddy <laughs> does your, let me ask you this uh, miss pat does your husband have a nickname for you no <laughs> I mean, does he call you like Oh, he do. He called me Patty or... Waddy. Patty Waddy? And I hate Waddy. that. I don't Patty know why. Because a lot of people, I say my stage name is Miss Patty, and people immediately think it's Miss Patty. So he always teased me with Patty Waddy. Patty Waddy. I don't know why yeah, That he sounds like me. a doll that wets its pants, doesn't it? Patty Waddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't like that. I don't do, like Do you that. have a nickname for him? That, no. you, that you can say on the radio. <laughs> yeah. No, I cannot say it on the radio. Where, we where all got nicknames for them. Don't get naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, dear Bob and Tom, writes uh, Marion, I have worked in many restaurants in 42 years as a waitress. Oh, if no. you think restaurants do not follow the five-second rule, you are not living in reality. Oh, See, there you no. go. That's right. By the way, some restaurants are nice enough to throw stuff back in the grill if it's hit the floor. But it does get served. I believe that. That's true. I used to work at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and we did not. A cheeseburger hit the floor. You blessed it. Like, you know, remember when you was little, you used to find candy on the ground with ants and you knocked the ants off of it? <laughs> oh, I guess y'all wasn't as poor as I was. <laughs> That's the only way I got candy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Let's get back to the mailbag. Oh, my God. I suddenly feel now, depressed. That's a five-second rule. Go. Uh, dear Bob and Tom, regarding the floors of an operating room, Oh, very I had, clean. I had suggested they would be the probably the worst places in the Don't world. No, little, very clean. Don't they very. wear little footies Sterile. on their feet and everything? Um, it's all sorts of body fluids end up all over the floors. What? Uh, I work in a hospital, although I use the five-second rule at home if it's food that is non-sticky. I practice the zero-second rule at work, and not just in the operating room, anywhere in the hospital, yeah. and probably for a three-block radius around the hospital. Hospital floors are notorious for being absolutely filthy with bacteria from large amounts of bodily fluids and substances that end up on them, in spite of the very high-powered disinfectants used to clean them. I often get a paper towel to pick something up I've dropped on the floor, food, my pen, a paper clip, etc. I do not touch the floor. Then I'll get an alcohol wipe to clean up any non-food item after that. If I drop a pen, sometimes I just throw it away. Wow. Something wrong with her. Wow. Yeah, no wonder no wonder healthcare out. costs so much. Now, how That's about right. this? Throwing away all their pens. How about this? Uh, we were talking about pigs earlier, and uh, let me ask you this, Miss Pat: You ever had a body you wanted to get rid of? Sure. I mean, like someone you wanted to, you know, yeah. ice. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, your your you former tenant. You? 
Oh, not not as bad as I would like to get rid of my first kid's father who paid me four dollars and ten cents a okay, month. Okay, you want to read <laughs> child that? Support. What do you got over there, Tom? Well, yeah. Miss Pat, that's t- a true story, and he asked me for the four dollars and ten cent back. Wow. He oh, did. He said he say he's got a new wife, and he was like, the kids are 24, 25 and 23. You know, get your child support cut off. I was like, my back child support? Why? He's like, because it's got me and my wife struggling. I was like, $4.10 got y'all struggling? He was like, well, what you going to do with it? I said, I'm going to keep you struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy me some eyelashes with $4.10. A sandwich. Yeah, you do have nice eyelashes, by the way. Yeah, I bought them, $4.10. <laughs> so, so far we've established the fact that your hair is a, is a cap. And your a uh, cap, <laughs> a hair cap. I'm sorry, it's called a wig. A wig, a cap, a, hair, a fashion that wig. That sounds like a baseball, like your hat. Yeah, yeah. your wig is a cap. Remember that? Me, remember that, that that song? Put on your high heeled sneakers. Wear your wig hat on your head. Remember that? That ain't what that song said. Yeah. Put on your high heel shoe. Uh, uh, your, your red dress. Sneakers. Wear your wig hat on your head. What? <laughs> oh, please talk like that the rest of the morning. Please yeah, keep going. Excuse me. Can we get back to the pig farm, please? Ho- I hope your Heck next yeah. wife is black, Tom. Okay. <laughs> you so know what? Do we. we all we all share that same hope. We've got the same goal. He'll come home and say, "Did you turn into a man?" That is what's called in Vegas as a long shot. <laughs> but it's worth a couple bucks, right? Yeah, I'll put money on Heck it. Yeah. Now, Pat, I was trying to remember um, the last time you were here, uh, Gunner. Have you met Pat before? This is the first time, uh, and I, I don't know how to delicately ask you this, but uh, weren't you shot once in the breast and the head? It's twice. I was shot she, twice. She was shot twice. Remember? In the breast. No, I didn't remember. You were shot in, in the. But in the you were shot in the in the in the breast, breast and in the head at the same time. Oh no, I don't think two I separate occasions. Yeah, two separate occasions. Well, His father shot me in the head, and uh, another dude shot me in the breast. How'd, uh, how'd you, did you, obviously you came out okay. Well, the doctor said if I was flat chested, I would have died. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Thank God I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little uneven now, but they work. <laughs> but I think that's from age. <laughs> that's right. Gravity always wins. They're real. You yeah. can tell real, you can tell real when women. Boobs. Yeah, you, yeah, you can have, that. you can tell real boobs. They always get musty in the middle. I'm sorry. Was that, <laughs> get what? Was that word musty? Musty. That's they always get said. musty in the middle. What does that mean exactly? Oh God! Like humid and damp? Is that yeah. musty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a basement. They smell like an old oh. basement. <laughs> All right. That's, so we to sum up, in your opinion, a cleavage eventually smells like an old basement. Real ones. Real ones. Real? They smell like a, my oh. always smell like an old basement. <laughs> then Do you, you put um, powder in them and they look like so little much. dipping dots. Yeah. Once the powder rolled up. Oh, wow. My kids are like, oh, your mommy got in dip of dots. I was like, maybe you don't want these. Oh, boy. <laughs> you put powder in there? Maybe maybe some you kind of. You want to dry them up. Maybe some kind of scented spritz would be the way to go. No, that stuff will no. break out your skin. The powder keeps them from sliding because when, when they get old, they end up on your back. So the powder keeps them dry to keep them from being on your back. Okay. <laughs> I'm not feeling very well. Miss Pat is our guest. So you got shot in the boob, huh? Yeah. And the head. And the one in the head, did the bullet 
just graze your skull or what happened? I guess it just like went in and came out. I'm okay. Do you, okay. Have, a, do you have a scar? I have a really nice scar back there. And a lot of people, when I tell them, like when I go and get my hair fixed from a new beautician, they'll be like, who hit you in the head? I was like, then nobody hit me in my head. And then I tell them, oh, my God, you were shot in the head. I'm like, child, I've been done worse. I believe I said it before. You are a badass. I used to be. I'm retired. (laughs) I got diabetes. I'm overweight. (laughs) High blood pressure, cholesterol. Yeah, well, if you and I are going to hang, the getting shot thing is not going to be part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't get shot anymore. No, it's over. I don't even get beat up anymore. I used to, me and my kid's father used to fight a lot. And um, he used to hit me in my left eye every Friday for nothing. So I was like, can you hit me in my right eye so we can balance this off? It's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But I survived. On a lighter note, you are a survivor. Congratulations. For what? For surviving. I was going to survive. I I told myself a long time ago when I was 16, I was like, I'm going to get him back. So I shot him. Ah, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we're getting somewhere. How's you he doing? Think... Did he uh, survive? Or... Yeah, I shot that... him in the ankle. Oh, with a 22 and it broke his whole leg. Cents, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he paid me $4.10 for child support. And I I told my car like it's an American Express. Hmm. <laughs> well, now, on a lighter note, uh, let's get away from the uh, shooting of each other. <laughs> That's move, action. Well, well put, white man. Move on to, uh, <laughs> do, you wear, uh, do you wear perfume? And you wear the same one every day? I don't really get into that. I, I do wear perfume, but not a lot. Yeah, okay. Just asking. Because every time I put on perfume, I'm big, so bees start chasing me. I keep away from smell good stuff. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. This I think is they quite think I'm a so, show, like isn't a it? <laughs> I'm I think so they think things. I'm a flower or something because whatever I wear, I just attract incense. Uh-huh. Insects. Oh, that's an incense. <laughs> Insects? Really? I mean, yeah. I walk around with stuff stuck on me. I was like, what is wrong? So I stopped wearing Maybe it's home. the basement odor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bugs could be, could be attracted to that. Too. On top of the perfume. You See, know. all of that? Well, I might have termites. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. I Pat wish they would trim guest. me down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> do you have a dog, Miss Pat? Oh, I don't do animals. I got four kids. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I can't do animals. They cost too much. You know, I can't have health care for the kids and the animals. I used to have a dog when I was little. This is a true story. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have a million stories. Does this, My- end, with, does this end with gunfire like the <laughs> no, other No, no, no. Okay, I, I had a German Shepherd, the only dog, and I loved this dog to death. We were so poor that we could never feed our dog dog food. We had to give him whatever we ate. And so we were so poor we couldn't give him the bones. We had to start eating the bones. So my dog was like, look, y'all just too poor for me. He jumped out the back porch and killed himself. <laughs> he did. And I was like, no, pop up. Don't kill yourself. Democrats don't kill themselves. Republicans do. <laughs> I, I think he killed himself because Ronald Reagan got reelected. Uh-huh. And he was like, y'all couldn't feed me the first four years. Y'all ain't going to yeah. be able to feed me the next four years. So he killed himself. I was like, don't leave me, pop up with these people. What was, the dog's, what was the dog's name? Pup Pup. And I never Pup-pup. had another dog. Pup Pup. Well, that's sad. I had an yeah, old German sad. Shepherd, too. Okay. An old one. Well, um, on a lighter note, I have a, um, you know something? I actually do have a, I have a story that might be the antidote to that one. Um, Not an, uh, an anecdote that might be the antidote. That's right. The antidotal anecdote. Right. Uh, Dateline Cedar Rapids. Uh, the Hodsons had been reunited with their uh, family dog who was stolen four years ago when they were living in Washington State. 
Margaret Hansen said she never expected to see Gretchen again. The dog was found wandering near a lake in Fort Lewis, Washington. A microchip helped authorities there find her owners. The dog was shipped to Iowa. From USA Today this morning. Oh. Oh, nice. Pleasant people story. put microchips in their dogs? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Who do that? Rich people? It's not well, very I don't know if it falls along socially very economic lines. If you, if you get a dog from the pound, at least the one I did, they, they put a... They just put they just put the chip in a little syringe. It's it's very quick and fairly inexpensive. So why aren't they doing this with children? Why aren't we chipping our kids so we could just track them on satellite? Uh, Is that considered coming. too big brother? But I think so. I think there would be lots of some sort of that. civil liberties I don't problem. I know what mine is. You don't care where yours are. No. <laughs> really. No, I got a 23-year-old that won't move out. And you know, I had to put a, a ad. I had to put this ad on Facebook. I said, oh "Nice my. young man with job, looking for older woman, cougar style, to help raise kids. He's 23." And <laughs> and you know, the women's are so picky today. Nobody hit back. I said he had a job. They was like, "What he look like?" I'm like, "Does it matter what he look like? He up for? I'm giving them to you for free." <laughs> I, I don't think you can do that legally, Pat. Yes, you I can. can. He got to get out of my house. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Lincoln took care of that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there, was, there were a couple of <laughs> oh Lincoln oh. left turns along the way. There, I just caught that. He, he was a president too. He, I know he was. I didn't get to meet him somewhere. <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, well, I got it. You know no. any cougars that looking for younger guys? I got one. Okay. Now, um, you say you have a problem with insects following you, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of uh, citronella? Citronella? Yeah, citronella. No. I'm talking about Christy? Yeah, those candles that you light to keep the mosquitoes away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, them things don't work. Citronella. <laughs> I've set it in between my chest for it to work. Them don't work. <laughs> that woman's well, breasts are on fire. Yeah, no walking around with yeah, lights yeah. on. Did you think that was, you thought that was one of your aunts, didn't you? Citronella. citronella? <laughs> Is that one of your aunts? <laughs> She's the good no, cook, actually, I she? thought that was something to eat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that could I think be you better. can get citronella oil. Citronella that would be more keep the, keep, keep the bugs away. Well, um, we have to grab some news headlines. Oh, and we're, I don't know. we're hanging with uh, with Ms. Pat here. Uh, Pat, uh, Christy, you got anything good over there? Uh, we now have our new intro for testicles in the news. Yes, we do. Are, are do I'm we ready. have testicles Hell in the yeah, news? We do. Time now for testicles in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Mother of four has appeared in court accused of biting off her boyfriend's testicles in a drunken attack. Oh. Martin Douglas, 45, underwent emergency surgery to reattach his genitals after the alleged attack by Maria Todd. Way to go, girl. You can reattach them? I yeah. thought once they're yeah. out, they're done. Mr. Douglas called the British version of 911 in excruciating pain, and operators struggled to understand what he was saying. <laughs> no, no, no kidding. <laughs> One slipped out the sack. Paramedics, paramedics rather, who attended oh. uh, uh, to him in his <laughs> Newcastle apartment say Ms. Top was arrested at the time. The victim was forced to spend several days in hospital recovering from his injuries. She's been charged with gross bodily harm, apparently. Wow. They were yeah. bitten off. Mm-hmm. Wow. That had to was be he rough. sleeping at the time? It does not say that. They, there's no detail on how they were bitten off. See, you got to be careful when you're fighting with your woman. You drunken, don't let her that close to the... Look at the time on this. Drunken 4 a.m. attack. Don't you find, though, that if you start fighting... 
with a significant other, you automatically start getting dressed. I believe she thought she was at Dunkin' Donuts. Have you, have you noticed that? No. So are you assuming that I'm fighting undressed? Well, let's just say maybe it's just an <laughs> underwear or whatever in bed, and you start a little uh, disagreement. Don't you find you need to get up and get dressed? Yeah. Or am I the only one? Maybe I'm uh, She's not very me. I don't use an auger when I'm naked. No, neither do I. His All eyes right. is usually closed. Right. Well, <laughs> let's get it over. <laughs> Two-minute two warning. Hey, that's all I need. This woman, this woman is very attractive. Most women who does this type of thing. The biter. The biter. Yeah. That woman is yeah. not attractive. Let me see. Let me, let me ask you Her? something. When you, when you held that she up, do you actually bloated. think I could see it when you held it up behind the huge monitor? How do a bloated there? woman look? <laughs> I don't know. Are she you look kidding? hungry with them thick cheeks. <laughs> See? She, that's it. She looks hungry. You can't say a woman look bloated. Uh, you can't? Is that bad? Yes. Doesn't it happen once a month? Don't you bloat? Oh, Not boy. me. Hello? I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay. You're fascinated by the story, well, I'm Tom. Just, I'm just wondering if this was a uh, moment of passion where something came up in the middle of it. and I While like she to... was servicing? Well, that would be. I know, would like to know what it tastes like. Oh. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that one. Stay tuned. More Bob and Tom Extra is next. This is the Bob and Tom Show from the Napa Studios and heard on this great station and worldwide on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our way of making sure you haven't missed anything. This is Bob and Tom Extra. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. A couple of great comedians joining us this morning in the studio. We begin with Mike McRae. Hello, hello. Uh, lives, lives in Texas now. Mm-hmm. We've uh, learned a lot about you. You're single. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you formerly you were an engineer at one point. Yes. What yeah. kind of engineer were you? Uh, I was a civil engineer. What, oh, what, what does very that mean? polite. What does that mean exactly? Yes, we were. <laughs> after you? Pardon me, but I, I'd, like build, I'd like to build a bridge here. I'd like to build a bridge here. After you? Civil engineers, you guys build bridges? What are you doing? Well, uh, we were more on the land development side of things. That's the department I was in. But uh, some of the people, you know, it was, it was already kind of boring, but some people had it worse. There was a, there was a department next to us called Solid Waste. Oof. That's just what they did, you know. Mm, it's really sort of hard to pick. Up. Well, somebody's so got to do it. So how you get into solid waste? I just sort of fell into it, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what their business yeah. card said. You know, like, Tom and I visited the wastewater treatment plant one morning. Uh, isn't that fun? It was very exciting. Hey, you know something? Someone's Sometimes this program's a solid yeah. waste of time. <laughs> you know, somebody does have to do it. Sure. Every day, I, I think, did. Yeah. Every I day, I thank there. God there are millions of people who want to do jobs that I don't want to do. Cleaning out septic systems. Once I got yeah. used to the smell is when I realized I had to quit the job for my mm. own Ooh. sake. Like, ah, morning. All right. <laughs> Back on the job. <laughs> you know, I can't really enjoy my coffee unless I'm sitting in a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so used to. Look at that. That's progress <laughs> at work. We were recently running a, a commercial about uh, a place that has uh, the cameras that they used to. It's no joke having a sewer se- cam. It's no joke having a septic system go wrong. I've, yeah. I've lived through it, and there's nothing really to laugh yeah. at, but. Um, but to be the camera operator who has to figure out what your problem is. Yeah. Well, my next movie, I'm hoping to work with uh, Bertolucci. Uh, right really? now, I'm I'm working the sewer cam. Yeah. But uh, I'm the DP. Uh, <laughs> I was a grip. I was a grip last year, but now I'm the director of photography. Uh, Let me guess. Uh, NYU Film School. All right, got it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you a music guy? 
You into? Uh, I love music. Oh, yeah. right. who do you who do you like? Uh, I am a. Uh, I like a lot of different stuff. I'm a big metal fan. I might check out the Ozfest tour. It was recently reunited Black Sabbath and Judas Priest. Pretty mm, that's cool. That's right. My man Ozzy Osbourne up on stage. Yeah, listen, I don't even know what, what songs we're going to play. Man. It's always a good show. He doesn't know. What he's <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does that thing where he's like, you know, he sing, he sings his line, he holds out the mic. He can't remember what he needs help from the audience to remind him, you know, oh, what yeah. the lyrics were. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love that show, too, the Osbournes, you know, just running around yelling at his You know, dad stuff sounds kind of weird coming from the Prince of Darkness, you know. Yeah. Listen, man, you got to get the trash on the car by nine in the morning, man. You know, he's going to sit down and I was nine. Where'd my coupons go, man? I spent <laughs> all day coming to the What? What? You know, and they they bill it as a reality show, but I say make it a real reality show. Take Ozzy Osbourne and put him in a house with like seven other English drunks, you know? And oh, yeah. Watch Ozzy Osbourne and Peter O'Toole trying to order a pizza together. You know? <laughs> Listen, I've told you a million times, I hate mushrooms, man. My dear Osborne, I've got it. We'll get half pepperoni and half mushroom on the same pizza. <laughs> I do believe that can be done. <laughs> Deus ex machina. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, man. Class I'm back. voting you off this week. <laughs> Mike McRae is our guest. Show. Uh, oh, Peter great. O'Toole. He's in my favorite movie uh, called My Favorite My Year. My Favorite Year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not an actor. I'm a movie star. <laughs> Classic line. Yeah. We have no downings here. Yeah. Uh, what uh, exactly do you mean live radio? That's what I want to say every time. <laughs> <I'm in here. laughs> you mean live? With, you mean it's with, spilling into people's <laughs> houses? <laughs> as it happens. <laughs> Millions of people are listening to this the same song. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's a must-rent movie, Peter O'Toole, oh, my, my favorite year with them. Featuring Mark the uh, the uh, career uh, premiere of Mark Lynn Baker from yes. Perfect he's, Strangers. Uh, he's he great in that. Great oh, yeah. Then. I love Mark Lynn Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my uh, favorite line? Parrot. That's all you're going to do. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Doesn't he say um, they put up, what is it? Rookie Karoka cooks dinner, and he uh, makes meatloaf Mendenau, but he didn't have a squab, so he used the parrot. He used the parrot. <laughs> he the, he the, put the up quite parrot. a squawk. Oh, I bet squawk. he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, that's going to be one of the movies on our uh, top 100 comedies of all time, as voted uh, by the listeners of this show. Oh, cool. And our goal is to get someone who was either in each of these movies to talk to us or... Worked on worked or on is the related movie. to. And yeah. we've got that list. Uh, I think it's almost ready. What about an impression of Peter O'Toole? Yeah, is I was going to say, enough? if you can't find it, I'll just do impressions of people that are on Well, we can put you on the phone. You'll sound like Lenny Kazan's been on this show. She yeah, yeah she has. It was, see, we've already got that movie covered. Yeah. No. We, had, we did have Lenny No, Kazan. you have to start all over once you create the list. You just well, can't go, well, wait. we already had him on. <laughs> yes, we Never can. Taught. No, you can't do What's that. leading the pack, do you know? Oh, I've already seen the list. We're, well, we're, we're trying one? to hone it down from... It's like oh, I'm guessing it's got to be like Caddyshack or... Yeah, and it was voted on by our, our listeners, so... Animal was, House, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all in there, all the classics, but... Little Big Lebowski, maybe some modern... That's a good one. Modern classics. Love the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Shut up, Donnie. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our guest is uh, comedian uh, Mike McRae. You've mentioned uh, you watch TV, you go to movies, you've got a secret girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> secret. She doesn't even know it yet. It's uh, very... Uh, uh, the you drive a nice sweet. car? Oh, good Lord, no. Oh, dear. 
And, but I, I drive it all. You know, I drive it all my gigs. I don't like uh, flying particularly. I was oh, on, I love flying. Well, I was on a plane like three years. Ago. I always get squirrely, and uh, this stewardess ran out of the front on this flight I was on. She was kind of freaking out. She's like, "We have a little medical emergency on the plane. I need to know is anyone here a medical doctor? We really need a medical." And she was really emphasizing the medical part a whole lot. Like there had been some confusion in the past. Like. She ran out one time. Is there a doctor on the plane? Some guy with a tweed jacket. Well, I have a PhD in philosophy. (laughs) Thank goodness, doctor. There's a very heated dispute about the existence of free will in first class. Do you have any Nietzsche with you? Yes, in my doctor's bag. Well, please follow me. It's a philosophical emergency. You are quickly becoming Tom's favorite comedian. You realize that. The thinking man's comedian. There's a logical positivist having a heart attack in the first class. What is sick, really? There's a mountain coming up, and the pilot's about to become a nihilist. (laughs) You're listening to Bob and Tom Extra. It's the Bob and Tom Show. I got a gal with just one eye. <laughs> yeah. No depth of field, but sweet as pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't carry old. If a vision isn't stereo (laughs) To me she'll always be the tops My sweet little psychologist She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love Now you might wonder what she's thinking Cause it looks like she's winking (laughs) In arguments I yell and cry But you just can't see the other side It's worse than it looks, says her mother Cause she's blind in one eye, blonde in the other Well, she's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love Now how it happens, she just won't spill Was it Scissor Sprint or William Tell? (laughs) Well, the eye got put out and was never found. Gone to take a look around. My Colombo cutie, pop, pop, punkin'. (laughs) 
Sammy Jr., Sandy Duncan, oh, she's the one I, one I, one I, she's the one I, one I love. She's the one I, one I, one I, she's the one I, one I love. She's the one I, one I, one I, she's the one I, one I love. Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, hi. Thanks for joining us. Two great comedians in the studio with us. And they just found out that they're related. Amazing. Uh, Brian Regan and his brother Dennis Regan are both hanging out with us. And uh, it's great to see you guys. Um, we were talking earlier about these guys, what they were doing uh, prior to comedy. Mm-hmm. Dennis, you mentioned that you were a uh, you were an airline baggage handler. That was yes for Eastern Airlines. Yeah, and, and it would uh, still be the airline would still be going if I was still there. Yeah. I think, uh, mm-hmm. And whenever I think of airlines, actually, I think of your brother because he uh, on this on this show famously oh. spoke. I can just say one word and everyone knows. Computer. Computer. Are you I, from I, the future? Computer. It's a, it's a hilarious piece <laughs> about, about my traveling. My favorite is. Something changed. <laughs> Something changed. Well, <laughs> what we like to do is bring guests on yeah, and do and their do material, material for, for you. them. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, I like your version. Uh, yeah, me too. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but um, uh, Sully, Captain Sullenberger, was uh, in front of uh, the press again and in front of the... You call him Sully, do you? They're doing some hearings about the crash in the Hudson. Yeah. You know, it's typical Washington stuff. Whatever right. happens, how can we possibly uh, talk about this forever and yeah. ever and ever? And so we can right. get some so, TV so time. Can oh, look, you did it okay. So we can look like we're important. Well. Yeah. yeah, we landed the plane. Yeah, but what have happened if you hadn't? You know, it's like, jeez, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a great idea. Let's talk about all the things that couldn't or should have happened. Mm-hmm. You but know? I, I know I, lo- I love to fly, and I love my pilots. And it I, shows. I, want them, I want them happy. <laughs> I want my pilots happy. I want them. Well, let's see. Government wants to regulate birds, so this is the reason we're doing this. Ah, uh, okay. We're, they're yeah. going to start <laughs> yeah, taxing yeah. the birds for didn't taking one off. of the. <laughs> then the black box. Didn't one of the pilots. It wasn't Sully. It was the other one. It said, oh, birds! Birds! Right before they hit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. birds! Mm-hmm. You know, one, one thing I notice is that when um, uh, the news media loves to th- throw that uh, the, the term, the word miracle, around. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that you know, it was great that they landed and everybody said, but I mean, if a plane. If a plane crashes and, and no one is killed, they say it was a miracle that no one was killed. Mm-hmm. And if a plane crashes and, and a few people are killed, they say it was a miracle that more people weren't killed. Right. Mm-hmm. If a plane crashes and there's only one survivor, they say it was a miracle that that person survived. Mm-hmm. If a plane crashes and everyone is killed, they say it was a miracle that it just missed hitting that warehouse on the ground. <laughs> if the plane hits the warehouse, uh-huh. they say it was a miracle that it didn't hit it an hour earlier when it was crowded with people. Uh-huh. 
And if it hits it when it's crowded with people and everybody is killed, they go and find that guy that missed the flight by 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And they and say it was a miracle that he got a flat tire on the way to the airport. How true. <laughs> that is true. Huh. That's always something good. A lot of miracles going on. You know, on. Dennis is not only funny, he makes you think. He yeah, makes you yeah, think. yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the news the night that the flight landed in the Hudson, and they showed the footage of the people out on the wings, you know? Oh, yeah. They go back to the newsroom, and one of the news anchors says, Can you imagine a better ending to this story? (laughs) (laughs) Let me think. Landing in Charlotte? (laughs) (laughs) With with luggage and dry socks? (laughs) When you really weigh the outcomes, when you really look at them. How true. Yeah, 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 we never thought of that. Yeah, that's uh, the thing that's killed me because they're they're, they're <laughs> oh. yelling at somebody for opening a, a door in the back of the plane. It could have been a disaster. Well, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know they. It, yeah. Yeah, well, how I would mean, you react, sir, if you were in a plane crash? Yeah, well, well it's a miracle that all those people are still in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you, around my seat, the water been a little murky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Pro- there's That's pro- my reaction. And there's probably the one stone guy. Are we in Charlotte now? <laughs> God, yeah. I, just, I just closed my eyes. Uh, and like, wow. here. Okay, well. Different. No, I love flying, and I want, I want my pilots happy. Yeah, absolutely. I want them to pull up in the nicest car. I want them to have uh, Uh great husbands or wives. Whatever they're into is okay with me. I want them to be happy and pleased. Yes. (laughs) That's a good philosophy. It is. It really is. Same way with my doctor. Mm -hmm. I want him happy. And I've I've got all kinds of rules I live by. (laughs) Fellas, don't get surgery on on a Friday. Never. Then you get the then you get the weekend crew and you're in the recovery room. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. didn't think of that. Yeah, I mean seriously. So if you're going to get in an accident where you require surgery, do that early in the week. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Tuesday. (laughs) See, I would think elective surgery Friday would be the busiest day of the week because people have the weekend to recover, don't have to take time off. No, but if then when you're in there and the the do you want to spend your weekend in the hospital? No. Well, a lot of that surgery. No, but you've got the you've got the tubes and stuff and. You know, is uh, my doctor here? Uh, no, but we have this person. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is a medical student. I don't know if you've met Dennis. It took him 13 years to get his undergraduate degree. He says he's a cardiologist, but he's got some really cool stories about miracles. <laughs> I think you're really going to like this guy. Now, Brian, do you um, uh, you have children? Yes. And do, do you have any rules about uh discussing them on stage do they you say hey dad don't tell that story again or are they cool with everything actually our little boy gave me a joke Mm. um (laughs) i I never really you know talk about them that much and uh to them i just want to be daddy you know i don't want to be a comedian i just want to be daddy Mm -hmm. so i never really push what i do on them and uh a few years ago i was watching tv with my wife and we had a monitor in our son's room and through the monitor my son goes daddy I have a joke for your career. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that he knew the word career. I didn't even know what career meant. I had to look that up. <laughs> and I got like goosebumps and I looked at my wife and I ran up to his room and I sat down on his bed and I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? He goes, I have a joke for your career, daddy. <laughs> and, I'm, and I was like all touched that he was even thinking about this. And I said, really? What, what, what's that? He goes, I just thought of it. And I'm like. And I was like, it blew my mind that he was yeah. even thinking in this direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wanted to be like the perfect straight man for him. Of course. So I said, well, what's the joke? And he goes, how come 
dinosaurs don't talk. <laughs> and I'm like, gee, I don't know. How come they don't talk? And he goes, because they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I laughed for about a half hour. Like, wow. That's funny, buddy. And that's like when, it. That's when Brian's career started to take off. Oh, well, it really did. Regan gets a new writer. <laughs> so now I follow him around with a notebook. Uh-huh. Say something else, son. <laughs> no pressure, but uh, let's go here. Come on. Later this hour, comedians Chris Bowers and Todd yawn but next a segment from 2009 with comedian tj miller you're going to hear that next here on the bob and tom show This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Napa Auto Parts studios. The gang will be back on Monday from summer vacation, but more madness today, including this segment from 2009 with comedian T.J. Miller. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, hi. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, we have a great guest in the studio. He is uh, comedian T.J. Miller. And uh, we got a great picture of T.J. on our on our website. And uh, T.J., nice, healthy-looking uh, picture. But when I first started reading about you, it, it talks about your... Um, your crooked smile. Yeah, I don't know where that came from exactly. <laughs> but I noticed in this picture it does it, look a little bit crooked. Is it a little crooked? It it's also a, a nice black and white photo from the early 80s. It's <laughs> like just the style of it. <laughs> it's charming. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very nice picture of mm-hmm. you. Uh, and uh, TJ um, is a comedian and an actor. You, in fact, funny enough, we had uh, your one of your bosses, I guess. If That's you want right, to call that. JJ. JJ Abrams, uh, the uh, the film director and producer, who's the guy that is in charge of the new Star Trek movie, which opens coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. We talked to him yesterday, and you were in um, his last feature, Cloverfield. Yeah, we, talk, we, we talked Cloverfield. to him before that came out as well. Yeah, we yeah we get along really well. You know, we bonded because we both have initials for our first names, and one of us has tens of millions of dollars. So <laughs> yeah. That's that's mostly what we talk really? about. Really? So what do you do with it all? <laughs> Just spend it on Cloverfield merchandise. How did, you, how did you land the role in that? Um, I went in, well, it was, very, it was a very secretive uh, film. So nobody knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew you know, what it was about. And we weren't allowed to see a script or anything. So when we went in, they gave us these, these fake sides to audition with. Yeah. And they were very kind of saccharine, teen melodramatic side. So I, I thought it was going to be some terrible teen romance well, comedy. Did you know that who was involved at all? Yeah. I, well, I knew it was a J.J. Abrams thing, but I, I didn't know much about him because I was still living in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that implies like that, that yeah. we don't have TV there or anything. I know, I know. Yeah. Lost was had you still yeah. yet hit, to hit that market. Um, it no, was the last uh, major city to get cable television in America. Oh, uh, Yeah. Very little known game. fact. Small, mm-hmm. uh, there we go. Very little known fact. And we're off. <laughs> that's true. Uh, uh-huh. That's the, not the point, Tom. The, the point is you have council. all of these weird, weird facts rolling around okay. in your head. And yet you don't know the names around. of my children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> What's wrong with Larry and Heather? <laughs> they're fine, first of all. Thank you for asking, Bob. So, T.J. Uh, Miller, T.J. Miller, professional comedian. Oh. Had you been doing a lot of acting, or you just uh, they knew you as a comedian? Well, I, you know, I, my background is in comedy, but I, I did I have done acting. I, had, I have a this minor post, in uh, theater. Carpool. Yeah, we will. Yeah, Carpoolers. I did the pilot for that before I, I did uh, uh, Cloverfield. But I went in and they had me read this 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 like speech, right? So I go in and I get it. I I met with a casting director and told her that I was a comedian and that's what I you know that's my strength. And she gave me this this really weird monologue that was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Had a part where I said, 
My father was a company man, and he used to keep a journal. It was his secret journal. Like, this really weird, <laughs> long monologue. And uh, and at the end of it, the Turned casting director porn. goes, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, and Mr. Skin has pictures of it yeah. that yeah. you can look uh-huh. at online. Uh-huh. Uh, com backslash TJ Miller. And uh, uh, I like that Danica was in Shape magazine. Mm-hmm. How how attractive do you have to be to be in a, a magazine that's called Shape magazine? Very. I was, yeah. I was in a, uh, the only magazine I was in was Toddler Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> volume, really? Volume one, yeah. Wow. You're, you're a pretty big guy. I'm a pretty big guy, but I I do I have kind of a toddler body. Still, the, yeah. the body of a of a toddler, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like to walk around with just a shirt on and diapers. Yeah, no. or just nothing <laughs> from the waist down. That's right. That's toddler style. Yeah, yeah. It's buddy. shirt no pants. Look at me. I have a toddler. You want to keep that diaper on? <laughs> I just yeah. want to go on record. Well, I'm I'm better at controlling that stuff. I think Good. than you're a toddler, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's very true. Um, yeah, but we so, hope. It, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, it's going to get real awkward in yeah, here, rough yeah. ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be a first. This will be Tom's <laughs> happiest day <laughs> when someone actually goes in the studio. Wow, the T.J. Miller guy. I thought it was going to be funny. Then he unfortunately soiled himself on the show. Soiled, I was so excited that I soiled. Uh, well, tell tell us about yourself. What, what else do we need to know about you? Well, I mean, so I am you're from Chicago. I'm I'm actually I'm from Denver, Colorado. Ah, okay, and then I I went to Chicago to do stand up comedy. Uh, but I went to school in D.C. and actually, I, I get in a lot of awkward situations. I feel like um, recently in D.C. I I threw up in the street, uh, which isn't a big deal. That happens. I'm a pretty heavy drinker. But uh, <laughs> what was different about this time was as I was about to throw up. You know, when you're when you're just yeah. starting to come up, I made eye contact with a woman sitting outside of a Starbucks. Yeah, and then I held eye contact as I vomited. Oh, <laughs> so oh, it was just amazing. very awkward because she just saw me kind of look over at her and then go. Bleh! And uh, I mean, did what's you, going uh, on in her reality? You know, does she, she wants uh, to watch that? Did you get her get her number? I did not get her number. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid. You? What did she go home no, and say? You? I was so ugly today. I made a man vomit. <laughs> I don't want her to think that, you know? So I had to go over and tell her it wasn't the case. That's a bad hair day. Yeah, that's... If a man looks at you and vomits... It is a bad day. You need need to visit your hairdresser, ASAP. Wow. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Miller, a self-esteem sorry, killer. Yeah, right it really is. Yeah, but I, I get, yeah, I, I get into stuff like that. See, all I'm the time. a sympathy monitor. I would have, if he'd made eye contact with me, I would have. I would have me too. You would vomit also. I would join so when, you. Yeah. So when you smell vomit, oh, you yes. immediately oh, vomit. Oh, say let's, goodbye. Let's, let's let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we've covered soiling ourselves and vomit vomiting in the studio. What next? All right, yeah. let's go into pussy lesions. No. <laughs> no, Bob, that's wrong in the script. It's not pronounced pussy. <laughs> There you go. You it's written that way. I know it looks that way wow. on the page. Yeah, you know, if you read that wrong at the audition, I, wow, that's a different movie. Yeah, well, what's entirely. This, Mr. Abrams, I don't that's understand. Much closer to a Mr. Skin film. Yeah, yeah I think so. I would say. Oh, yeah. So, uh, now were you a big drinker in college? Yeah, I yeah I, I, I in college I think I, I I drank a little bit more than I, I do now. I, whenever. I, in college, whenever I drank, I would pass out. It was like my thing, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how people knew me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, pass out guy. Yeah, it got to the point where even before I went out, I'd go ahead and draw a dick on my face. 
Because <laughs> it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Your buddies were going to take care of it anyway. <laughs> Just take it right Oh, now. boy. You know. <laughs> Why it, wait? It, was, right. it really is something else. I See, I don't, I, I'm really, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. Oh, because, hilarious. first of all, what do they think? It's going to help me? You know, they yeah. think years from now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be saying, yeah, I got really bad, you know. I was just drinking all the time, passing out, and then. Uh, one day I woke up, looked in the mirror, and I was like, TJ, get it together. I owe it all to Steve and his artistic ability to draw a ball sack on my forehead. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Well, these and, days uh-huh. with, with the internet, that's going to be around forever. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You go to you finally oh, go to yeah. apply for that uh, clerkship at the Supreme and Court. there you are, yeah. There's oh, your well, Facebook well, page for well, Mr. Well, Mr. Miller, uh, uh-huh. six years ago, apparently, uh, you had a roommate who... Uh, yeah. This looks uh, rather like a uh, uh, Van Huff version <laughs> there of you uh, go. Uh, the ball sack. Yeah. Yes, look at this. Van Huff. Yeah. Yes, it's the Van Huff nice, version of the, uh, the schlong. Uh, and all, well, in the uh, upper circles, we refer to it as Balzac. Balzac. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, that's the more poetic yeah, version it's, of it's testicles. Sort of, a, sort of a starry, starry night with testicles. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Comedian T.J. Miller is our guest. He is also a very fine actor. You might have seen him in the J.J. Abrams horror film Cloverfield. Uh, Carpoolers on ABC. Um, uh, have you always been, by the way, uh, TJ? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually changed my own name hmm. in first grade. I went in and I, I went into the, uh, the first day of class in first grade, and uh, there was another Todd because that's my real name is right. Todd. Mm-hmm. Although my Ukrainian landlady in Los Angeles has it on the mailbox as Tude. <laughs> Tude J. Miller. Which I think is really funny, because that means that she sat down in the office and said, oh, baby, what is his name? It's either, hmm, I know I have it somewhere, but I'm going to guess. It's either Tude. <laughs> T-U-D-D? A, yeah, a, a t- T-O-O-D. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, it's either Todd, a name that is real and used in the world, yes. or Tud, <laughs> which we use a mispronunciation the of the word Todd, <laughs> the name Todd. So she has a T O O D. That's and yeah. she'll refer to me as that. In fact, she she saw Cloverfield and she said, um, "Baby, no one no one liked the movie. It's too shaky." And I said, "Well, that's that's kind of the point of the film is that it's, it's shot in that style." And she goes, "Everyone asks for money back." And I said, everybody in the theater asks, every single person asks for the the money back. She goes, everybody, next time you find Tripod. Like, like as if J.J. was starting to film Cloverfield, Matt Reeves was like, all right, let's get it started. Do we have a tripod? No, just shoot it without it. We don't have time. Uh Shoot it. I love the fact that everybody knows everything about Hollywood. You get up and you get any paper in this country and they have the weekend grosses. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So your Ukrainian landlord... Oh, tough weekend for you, eh? Uh, <laughs> right, I have to come home to her going, rent's due also. Too bad about the uh, soft opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Labor Day is a really tough. They say, uh, maybe second week. They yeah, say second, second week everything. Week up. Oh, no, yeah. down 52 points. Oh, boy. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe Such we could drop switch you to one bedroom, week. eh? Right. Too um, bad, dude. But yeah, I, I, I mean, you so guys you, say you may have seen me in the movie Cloverfield, but I, I think I'm on screen for a total of three and a half minutes. Because I'm I'm constantly filming, so mm-hmm. you can just hear you know. If you the premise you want to exp- the premise of the film is that you, um, you're at a party friends. and we'll go explain. Go yeah, it's six it. friends in New York City, and uh, there's some sort of attack or disaster, 
and uh, I decide to film it for prosperity. Mm-hmm. And so the entire film is from the perspective of this one, this camera, this you of know, your SD camera, card, right yeah. of my camera. And so uh, you know, I'm not in front of the camera very much, but I'm in the entire movie, mm-hmm. which creates some very interesting situations when when I when I meet somebody, mm-hmm. I can ask them what they think of Cloverfield, and I can get a you know just a straight up answer because they don't realize that I was in it mm-hmm. until I tell them, and then a lot of them usually say that I made the motion sick and they'd like their money back. <laughs> so your a lot landlady, of people got motion sick. So your landlady was right is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying I had to tack on $10 to that month's rent. Uh, you should have gotten some rent. kind of uh, credit uh, along with the uh, director of photography. Uh, as, uh, Talk to JJ about Tood. that. Mm-hmm. I have calls into him. What a great gag that would be though if they actually in the credits had Tood Miller. <laughs> Tood Miller. <laughs> Additional camera A-C-E. by Tood Miller. That would be very funny. Our guest is a comedian uh, Tood T.J. <laughs> Miller, and he is uh, oh, Hold wait, on a second. Phone call. Bob and Tom Show. I'm at a Stoney Biker. Hey, Donnie. I just got on break. I couldn't call you guys sooner, but one of the guys at work said you guys had a survey from a condom company or something in the paper today. Oh, or something. Oh. No, 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 no. Well, no, there was no. a... We had a survey. There were a bunch of surveys. We were try- There was a survey from a condom company last year. Trying to figure out uh, which, uh, which country. Which nationality male has the smallest member, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the average size was what, they said? Well, for America, between five and six. That's pathetic, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I swear to God, I've got that much pork in my thumbs. <laughs> wow, you must really? have no problem hitchhiking. Well, I'm probably bigger when I'm Vlasic. I don't even know if that's <laughs> when, you're, when you're Vlasic, I'll be there. No, no Vlasic yeah. is a pickle. Uh-huh. Okay. I bet he's about the you size of a you pickle. You ain't lying. Like a cocktail uh, weenie. good with verbs. But most guys are probably stretching the truth anyways. Yeah. You guys know Ricky Ramke? No. no. Todd's brother? No. His dad invented the Sunday bar? No. <laughs> he did. Oh, he did. My chick they made a fortune with oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. For life. Just put a new roof on her mini barn, got car covers, everything. <laughs> well, I was in JV with him. He was bragging he was bigger when I got our physicals, so we did a hog check and cell block four. I gave all four of the guys I was in there with three inches to keep it fair. Uh-huh. Ricky was bragging. He had me about a quarter inch. I said, sure, Ricky, when you measure from your rectum. Set <laughs> 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 right to his face. Did you now? Thank you. The uh, information, Christy, rulers ain't completely accurate. No? Like yeah. this. Why not? Some of us great on a curve. Patty Ferguson used to call me U-turn. <laughs> really? <laughs> I can do it around corners. Really? I gotta get it. All right. That's quite a hook. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much, Tony. Quite, quite a bend. Where were we? I lost my oh, place. Uh, we were, oh, I know. We were talking with our guest. He is Tood. a, he is a Tood. 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 comedian, T.J. Miller. I shouldn't have told you guys no. that. Now, now, it's now you're Tood to it. us but see, forever. So you've been T.J. since you were in first grade? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I went into the my class, and there was another Todd. And at this point in my life, I, I couldn't imagine that two people could have the same name. Sure. I mean, that would be way too confusing. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the kid and I said, hey, you need to change your name or I'm going to change mine. <laughs> and he, of course, looked at me and went, I'm not going to change my name. I said, fine, I'm TJ. And mm-hmm. then I, that, that's how I was known. From Ever since. And I went, I went and told my mother. I said, I want you guys to call me TJ from now on. And they bought in? And she bought in hook, line, and sinker. So everyone mm-hmm. calls you TJ. Yeah, that's what I've that's what I've been since first grade. 
Wow, that's a, that's. A I mean, occasionally, my name is T.J. Miller. Occasionally, I, people will call me T.J. Butt Filler. <laughs> but uh, that's only. I'm trying. Drinks, those are your good friends. Yeah, right? I'm trying to get that to. Those I'm are your to friends. That, on that. Those are the friends that when you go out drinking, they yeah. they carry a sharpie just in case you're not off. You don't want that kind of thing to get those traction. Are, no. 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 no, they those want are, to draw something on your forehead. Those are those are friends that uh, have quotation marks. Next, what was that again? T.J. Butt Filler. Yeah. Okay. Next time you're here. Shouldn't have shared that. Ne- uh-uh. Next time you're here. I don't know here. what I'm doing. I decided to go on the radio <laughs> no. show. Next time you're here, I'm not going to tell you. We're going to put on the front page of our website. Dude K. Buttfiller. Dude K. Buttfiller. A.K.A. Dude. As long as long as I go out of here with a nickname that I'll never be able to live down, I think I'm, I think I did okay. Fact, I can I can have them change. I could have them change the website oh, right now. No, that's not. More that. comedians coming up in just a few minutes. Coming up next, a segment with comedian Chris Bowers and Todd Yawn. You want to be here for it. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Friday. We're back. This is the Bob and Tom Show in the Napa Auto Parts studios. This is Christopher speaking. Do you ever know anybody that made you laugh because they laughed? They just have a funny laugh? Comedian Chris Bowers is like that. Let's listen to this segment with comedian Chris Bowers and Todd Yawn. This is the Bob and Tom Show. There I am. I see myself right uh, <clears throat> Welcome back. Uh, this is Tom speaking. We are live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Thanks again for joining us. I'm uh, kind of stuck here on this emoji Bible thing. I find it kind of bothers you, doesn't it? <laughs> they're trying to hip it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, seriously, really? <laughs> it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what they, the, at the Last Supper, uh, Jesus watches, uh, he, he washes the... Uh, the disciples' feet. And then he goes, oh, I want to commemorate this with a selfie. Uh, <laughs> somebody uh, somebody grab a camera. Well, they didn't have cameras then the, Jesus. Use a, smart, use a smart water. Then, the, 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 waiter, the, the, the waiter comes over and uh, Jesus says, I'll tell you what, um, just bring me a pitcher of water. I'll, I'll do the rest. <laughs> tell the chef to take the night off. I'm whip up a little something, something. Sure, <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe one glass of wine and one fish. I'll take care of the fellas. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, there's an emoji Bible out there. You I think can, it uh, kind of cheapens things, doesn't you? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. You a, like it? Emoticon, a hammer and a frowny face <laughs> for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Good Friday. Uh, I'm just saying. It hey. seems a little sacrilege. I'm, never mind. I can't. I'm not it's all about marketing. Argument. Jesus has always No had, one's arguing. Jesus yeah, has always had great marketing. I'm actually arguing. I like the Bible. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move forward here. We have, uh, Pat, what have you got over there? Well, a Pittsburgh man who robbed a bank with a fake bomb made from a sex toy has been sentenced to prison. Now we're talking. Uh-huh. 36-year-old Aaron Stein pled guilty in March while his attorney argued that desperation drove Stein to don an Iron Man mask and use a fake bomb made of sex toys to threaten the tellers. <laughs> Stein said he robbed a PNC bank last Hold June. It. Wait a minute. He's got, he's got an bomb. Iron Man mask on. <laughs> and he's got a, he's was it like a bunch of dildos strapped yeah. together? Yes, yes. You're scared of the shrapnel? <laughs> you know. He used a fake bomb made out of phone wires, duct tape, and a sex toy in an attempt to pay for his honeymoon. You know, a real mm. bomb would have cost him less. There you go. It probably looks spot on. <laughs> yeah, it probably looked good. Yeah. He was upset. He had lost $9,000. He was about to get married. How was he going to pay for the honeymoon? Sure. How did he lose $9,000? In a bad investment. <laughs> a dildo yeah, he store? Sounds, he, he, sounds he bought like a dildo made... store for nine grand. <laughs> sounds like he's made a lot of good decisions uh, in his life. Yeah. She's probably pretty upset. Can't get married now. Wow. 
season. Oh, he's taking all of her dildos as well. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what she's thick, mad about. That's a thick fuse. Does yeah. she get that back? What? I don't. The can dildos? She, can she go to the evidence room? <laughs> that's in, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that one was my mine. boyfriend took those when he robbed the bank. So, How does that work? Do you get them back? How's the second? I don't think I you want them back. Eventually, you're innocent, probably. 18 to 36 months in state prison. Maybe so. he can manufacture a shank out of yeah. a uh, sex toy wallet. <laughs> yeah. By the way, sex toy is going to be his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Now he's While the sex he's toy. In there. Well, he meets uh, <laughs> with his little sex. Iron Man uh-huh. mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> nice I, to know. What I, else have you got, Pat? Well, on the uh, on the subject of robberies, a man armed with a sharp rock threatened a clerk at a Manchester, New Hampshire convenience store and got away with some cash. Police say whoa, a witness. Whoa. A rock. A rock. He had a sharp. Did the guy rock. defend himself with Who paper or scissors? <laughs> <laughs> Who robs a bank with a rock? <laughs> Charlie Brown. What? I mean, at least, rock. at least the dildo guy. That I suppose it was pointy. <laughs> Is he a caveman? <laughs> he seemed rather unstable and upset. A witness said he was. Uh, he saw a clerk and the robber tumble out of the shop and go in Manchester shortly after noon Tuesday. Witnesses. Sol Haney was a witness. He said the robber was crying when he fled the area with the cash. The There's no was crying during described, a bank robbery. <laughs> no, it's sad. Hispanic it's man in a white shirt, robber. blue pants, a thin man, and a goatee, and visibly upset over robbing Butch the store. Butch and Sundance didn't cry when they robbed banks. <laughs> he cried. John Dillinger didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. And he also used a gun. <laughs> yeah, didn't not a sharp a rock. Pointy rock. Pointy yeah. rock, huh? Mm-hmm. Give me the money or I... Uh, uh, throw my one rock at <laughs> throw you. Throw my rock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Apparently upset him. So they didn't catch him. So he got the uh, you got the uh, you got the crying robber and the sex toy going to prison. Huh? Okay. I don't know what this bomb looked like. Where was the sex toy taped in there? I don't. I mean, like a, a roll of a, dynamite, probably. Right? Yeah, it probably mm-hmm. looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume it was multiple dildos. Yeah, a few. I assumed it was up. vibrators. I don't think it was like the fleshy looking dildos with veins and everything. Well, hopefully not. No one's going to mistake that for a bomb. <laughs> Is there throwing? any way yes. we can uh, have you say fleshy thing with veins? <laughs> so we can a little decorum. Well, there are distinctions the so between various sex toys. Sure. Uh, but we have the story I, about I have the... yet to find out what the difference is between a dildo and a vibrator. Well, Although one, I guess one a vibrator vibrates. vibrates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But a, dildo, but a dildo is an, an, could be, as anatomically correct, It could be. Right? It could be a sculpted, uh, very lifelike, anatomically see, correct. See, I'm getting an answer now. Flesh-like mm-hmm. uh, sculpture. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sculpture. Uh, it's a work of art. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a distinction. We'd have to get a dildographer on the phone. A dildographer? Certainly. Mm-hmm. As opposed well, to a dildologist, we'd... they pretty much cover the history of... I think we'd have to talk to a dildologist before we could talk to, to a, a dildographer. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Maybe they could recommend a good dildographer. Uh, sure, of course. Uh, Remember the ones a- that won the um, Good Housekeeping Yesterday, survey? Good and the, housekeeping those survey. didn't look like they weren't the fleshy ones at all. No, those, those were those, those sex toys looked like dog toys. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, uh, I have an alligator going to the bathroom. Would you like to see it? No, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's only one. Of, uh, one. Uh, I would love to see it. Now I've already watched it. Speaking of it? Uh, <laughs> the the big story this morning is the gigantic alligator walking across a golf course in Florida. This video is ever we put it up on the uh, Bob and Tom. <laughs> Oh, Thank geez. you. For, Wait, is that the same alligator? Oh, oh, oh my God. Chick has. Wow. Could you not show me that? Somebody actually stopped and took a picture. Someone's photographing a poor alligator doing his business. Oh, it looked like a. That's incredible. That is just. we move on? That's the size of a shih tzu. It looks like a spray can coming out of. There we go. The alligator walking across the golf course is the big story. We've got it on the Bob and Tom 
app, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we have uh, Pat Carlini. <laughs> you can see her. She's right there at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Have we completed sports? Or was that just a taste of news? Or are we going to go back to uh... – We're done with sports. <laughs> okay. Unless <clears throat> there's a bulletin. Oh, then we'll oh, – You have some sports some Oh, we have this just in. Hang on a second. After years and years That's of Tom yawning. That's morning actual, yawns uh, that he's uh, denied that happen – that scream, I'm up! <laughs> wow, that sounds like a whale. Is that Tom? It does, it does sound like a whale. Where'd that come from? One of the 15 or 20 times you did that this morning, I recorded that. Man's allowed to yawn. One of those submarines that picked up the you, sound uh, of a whale. When you vomit, it's really uh, quite a show. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> there's want to think about it. Screaming. calling the dinosaurs and... Um, can be. <laughs> like to uh, make my natural sounds. Now, I've got a special request here. Thought we'd squeeze in right now. It's well, from our friends. We should make this sound some sort of bonus for our for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they hear that, they win, they win 20 bucks or something. I don't know why. I've tweeted this. Offer void. Yeah. This would be a ringtone. Uh, yes, <laughs> offer that as a ringtone. <laughs> Put that up on. Wait a minute, hang on a second. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting a call. Hang on. I gotta take this. <laughs> or a text. <laughs> Anything. Good lord. Can't I have my privacy? <laughs> what kind of a person are you? Everybody look at me. <laughs> I was working by myself in my room. I'm yawning. Secretly recorded. <laughs> Sound like a whale. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm getting a text. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> one more time, please. Do one more time. Everyone, it's Tom Griswold yawning. <laughs> that is the craziest that thing. is really something and i'm not getting that you say hello uh, 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 hello this is the bob and tom show hello oh hello there son. <laughs> oh hey morgan how are you i'm fine thank you very kindly i enjoyed your latest sound effect i can't tell if that's tom yawning or made in season at shawshank <laughs> <laughs> Ready for the longest night of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Andy Dufresne saying uh, saying next? Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, oh, and as we uh, have so often on the show, uh, this is, is good. <laughs> That's it's hard amazing. To beat that, yeah. But get a load of this. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here just working this morning early, had to yawn. I had no idea I was being I'm going to guess 10 million. That's the over-under, honey, if people are going to download this. (laughs) (laughs) If we make it available. That's a weird sound. That's just recorded on your phone. He does it all morning. I he literally got it. that in one take. Not I just turned it on, and, and he was at People it. ask me, what time do you get to the studio? I go, I don't know, 5.30. Did you go in the studio? No. Well, <laughs> why don't you go in the studio? 
<laughs> I don't know how many animals are lined up around the building hey, right now. <laughs> we, we need to talk to somebody from a zoo. What is this sound the closest to? There you go. Is it like a wildebeest? There you like, go. Is it like a rhino? Is it like a... We need to contrast, compare, find out. Good Lord. My goodness. I can listen to that a thousand times. <laughs> well, we're going to come back with our special request. Welcome to a very special Wild Kingdom. It's like moose season or something. The worst Tarzan ever. It's early morning here in the Serengeti. <laughs> it sounds like a Tarzan's a little bit fluid. <laughs> you know Tarzan had to get sick every now and then. Sure, sure. I, it I sounds like a, a I mating just don't call. don't have the strength to call the animal. I think, I, I think it's a moose. <laughs> Close to a moose. Tom yeah. does not need a mating I, call. So it explains a lot. If that's the mating call, it explains a lot. Cause that, <laughs> I wonder you have seven kids. Wow. I was a little sleepy, apparently. Okay, uh, when we come back, we'll squeeze in our special Pinkerton Bowden request. <laughs> Play it with the Zeppelin again. No, That's Zach, from Twitter, there is not a tornado coming. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a perfect fit. <laughs> We are More to come right on this Friday morning. Coming up next hour, a segment with John Mellencamp in studio. You don't want to miss it. A couple of segments, too, with comedian Todd McComas. It's all on the way as we rock through a Friday here on the Bob and Tom Show. We're back. This is the Bob and Tom Show from the Napa Auto Parts Studio. This is Christopher speaking. Glad to be with you here on a Friday. Uh, funny story about this. Uh, I happened to be in the studio that morning, and I was looking down at my cell phone, checking some messages, and I looked up, and John Mellencamp was standing right there looking at my messages. <laughs> Did you ever have that happen to you, somebody famous like that? It's kind of a weird feeling. Let's listen in. A segment with John Mellencamp in the studio here on the Bob and Tom Show. Weird. Our guest is John Mellencamp. Do you know when you're going to be playing? The, the, are you going to are you playing indoor, outdoor? What is your schedule? This, this is summer? the first time I've played outside in 15 years. I mean, I I did a tour with Dylan, uh, and we played some ballparks. Me, Willie, and Bob. Uh, but I I don't like playing outside. But I'm they talked me into it. it took him seven years, and I said okay, I'll play some shows outside. I just don't like playing outside. Doesn't sound good. You know the audience. Of all rap. of all of the venues, people I have talked to across the country have always said that sonically, what used to be called Deer Creek and is now the Clips Music Center, sonically is one of the very best. They also and they also say that for you guys backstage, I guess the load in is easy, the load out is easy. There's big. Green I don't know about I don't know about such things. I just show up and saying, "That's really." I mean, Troy, I tell you, I mean, we've got this down so much that I. I can go to a to a town or a country, and take just like twenty five steps on the ground in that country. You know, because I'll get off the plane, get in a car, go to the hotel, so on, and then to my airstream, to the stage, back, and you know, forty steps, and that's how much time I was in Belgium. You know, <laughs> do you? Let me ask you this, uh, uh, Troy. Is that mic on over there? Yeah. Do you sometimes see John? For the first time as he walks on stage for the first time? Most of the time when we're on tour, that's the way it goes. Several days? Yep. No, yeah. The only time I see the band is when I'm on stage. I I had the opportunity to see uh, McCartney and Paul McCartney did this special 
live rehearsal. You get to watch him rehearse. And it was very clear when Mr. McCartney walked in that he hadn't seen the band for like two weeks. And he walks out there all telling jokes. And then he looks over, he looks over McCartney. There's about 300 people. And, and he looks out and he goes, oh, hello. <laughs> like he didn't know he was going to be there. And there was a little kid dressed like the famous uh, McCartney suit in the Sgt. Pepper's cover. And McCartney says to him, uh, he says, hold that kid up so I can see him. And he goes, he has no idea why he's wearing that suit. And it's probably going to be 20 years before he understands. And by then, no one will know who I am. Oh, was, they'll know. It was so funny to see, though, that obviously the band, and, the, and you know, just like you guys, the band is amazing. But they hadn't seen the artist for quite some time. And it was, going, oh, hey, hi. How well, you, you know, I, I agree with McCartney because, uh, you know, this idea of legacy mm-hmm. is really sil- a silly idea. And I'll, I'll make my point very easily. Just a few years before all of us were born, the country was jitterbugging to, uh, you know, Glenn Miller. And and it was as big as rock music ever was. The whole country, you know, you see, we see footage of it. Okay, we're all adults here. Name four big bands. And if you can, if you can really name four big bands, then hum one of their songs. You can't do it. You just can't do it, you know. So if if you think that your legacy is going to go on for a long time, you know, there's a few people that their legacy will go on, like maybe, I, I don't know, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> well, yeah, he won't, not, won't not be for forgotten. Good yeah. 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 But, you know, his, his, his legacy was hit? outside of his sport. Uh, that we're not going to answer <laughs> on the air. It was a joke. Uh. <laughs> or, 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 or Sinatra, two, two, two similar people. Um <laughs> Make yourself at home, Frank. Hit somebody, as Don Rickles famously said. Frank, yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, very few people, and 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 I, you know, me doing what I do, and I'll talk to guys. Well, I'm playing for my legacy. It's like, what legacy are you talking about? <laughs> You're not particularly concerned which of your songs is going to be heard in a hundred years. None. I've already know. I know. I already know that. Oh, I don't think so. I think they'll be. Well, I, I, there I, might be if you come to my grave. Because I intend to like build a, a grave that just plays my music outside oh, to keep people away all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Winslow, Arizona statue that keeps uh-huh. playing push, uh, the Eagles you push song. Push a little button and yeah. it'll play. Uh, yeah. Ain't even done with a knife. Or just yeah, I mean, yeah, you play. But, you know, this is just going to be on a loop. You know, oh, okay. and, so, and so they walk up and say, "Oh, <laughs> there's that music." <laughs> and people walk up and go, "I don't care what they did in the olden days." You know, who cares about that? I was thinking it's interesting because oh, I, I know you've said this. Other artists will say the same thing. They'll they'll work on a project for a couple of years and they, they know this is going to be the hit and it isn't. And the one they that was the throwaway that they did at the last minute or some random song happens to be the one that catches on. And as I said earlier, they're off, often certain artists will say, yeah, we, have, uh, we, we flew to Brazil and we had no idea that we had a number one hit with this song. We hadn't played it live ever. You well, kind of don't have any control over your legacy. Well, and not only that. You know, you're talking about, you know, decades ago uh, because, uh, you know, today it's like, you know, nobody really makes, re- you know, th- today's artists like Drake, they don't make records. They put out tracks, track after track after. And they, don't, they don't make albums that are meant to be consumed like a book or a, a poetry or anything. It's just song after song after song. And that's, you know, and with streaming, that's the way it's going to be. Sergeant Pepper's, I think, kind of changed the whole idea of having an album. I mean, the Beatles were singles, and then all of a sudden Sergeant Pepper's came out, and what is it, 50 years ago? And people said, oh, wow, this is really worth listening to. Well, the, yeah, there's some truth to that, but, uh, you know, uh, 
there were guys that, that, that were making, like, you know, Guthrie was making records that were listened to. Odetta was making records that were listened to as whole pieces. Billie Holiday was making records. Uh, so there were people that were making albums that were meant to be listened to at all, you know, the whole thing. But today, you know, no. I wouldn't. What body I, of Green, work? Green Day's American Idiot is probably the last one to that you've listened that. to like that. Well, that was sort of considered that oh. you you consume it all at once. And yeah, and how many years ago was that? 15? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that was fifteen to twenty years ago. Yeah. What body of work are you most proud of? What album? Uh, I can't remember her name. All right. <laughs> she was a body of work. All right. <laughs> she was a body of work. Do you have a jo- smoke show? No, John, do you, do you have, have a record album? player at your house? Yes, I do. Vinyl. Yes, I do. And and uh, I I like I love vinyl. Uh, are they are they all sorted out so you can find them, or is it like the old oh, yeah, days no, with no, the box? No, 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 no. Very they're, organized. They're very organized. I can get to stuff real quickly. Uh, but on a convenient level, I listen to uh, CDs on a Bose system. Mm-hmm. Oh, because uh, you know with those Bose systems, you can't mess around with the treble and. And the uh, bass, you can't screw it up. They've already got it set up for me. <laughs> and I always, ha- I always hated taking my records into record company executives because they all had their own big stereo that they had EQ'd for themselves. And you put your record on it and it'd be like, it's like, what the hell do you got going on with your stereo, man? How about let's level these EQs that you don't know how to work out? How about that? Do you ever? Throw them on a cassette or a CD when you're making them and get in the car and see how they sound, just so you can get away from it for a while. So well, it's interesting. It's a funny story. Cassette players never ran at the same tempo. Close, but they never ran to A440. So you would – it would screw up the artist terribly. It screwed me up all the time because there wasn't CDs yet. And so you would go – and unless you want to take a reel-to-reel, which was kind of the same thing. But um, the cassettes – you know, you'd record it and you'd take it back and you put it in your boombox in your in your hotel room or put it in a car. And inevitably, that played faster than what you took out of the studio. So then you'd take it back to the studio the next day and you'd go, man, this song seems draggy. Because mm. you got used to listening to it overnight at, at this sped-up speed. And I can't tell you how many records we... You know, they have an oscillator on a board. You can speed stuff up. <laughs> and be, I'd walk in in the morning, and they'd just come and go, how fast you want to play it now? <laughs> Matter of fact, I got so perturbed. I was making a record called Uh-Huh in Los Angeles, and it screwed me up so bad, the different cassettes, things that I was playing, that I left. I just said, I walked in one day and said, give me my tapes, I'm leaving. They go, you got to pay for your tapes. I said, I'm not paying for my tapes. They're company pay for giving my tapes, I'm leaving. So I left, and I went to New York. Because, but it wasn't the studio's fault. It was my fault because the cassettes I was listening to on in a car at the guy's house I was staying at, and the ones I was bringing out of the studio. Jack and Diane was that way. I have a song called Jack and Diane, and every time we'd go in the studio, it'd be like, "Why does this sound so slow?" <laughs> and that's when we discovered that you know these things didn't run at the same speed, and it doesn't take you know just one or two percent, and you can notice you know the difference in in the speed of the song so i keep you know jack and diane was really a ballad <laughs> but by the time we got done with it yeah pretty soon it's the chipmunks yeah, that's right you gotta be careful. when you when you're on stage and you have to do um say these these new songs for example to get the tempo right 
does uh, your drummer use a click track so that you would get it right? Yeah, I think he he has a, a visual thing that he he looks at, so he knows. And not like Aronoff. Aronoff was like one, two, three, four, and by the end of the song, we were like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I used to look at him during the show and give him like the mean face and to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, because he'd get so excited, you know. Because he boom, boom, pop, boom, boom. I could feel it. It's just like okay, now I can, you know. Because when you're singing, you know, you're singing at a certain tempo, and then all of a sudden you feel yourself like rushing, and you can't find the. Because I always like to sing on the back side of the beat, because that's cool, you know. I always thought guys that sang on the back side of the beat were cool, so I learned how to sing on the back side of the beat. But with Kenny, there was no backside. <laughs> you couldn't find the backside because he was changing it all the time. And I still, to this day, I just played with Kenny down in Nashville. There were, uh, Willie Nelson had a thing for uh, Merle Haggard, and uh, a whole bunch of people did this uh, thing uh, a couple, three weeks ago. And Kenny was in the house band, and it was just me. Who did I play with? Uh, oh, me and Mike Aunt. and Miriam. Yeah, Mike. Miriam, it was terrific. I saw it on CMT. It was amazing. White Line Fever. Yeah, we I, yeah we we played Light Line Fever, <laughs> and Kenny was there, and and so uh, we asked him to play tambourine, and I walked out on stage, and I just looked at him. I said, "Don't speed up, man. <laughs> we got this down, and if you screw this up by pl- getting in front of the beat, I'm going to kill you." He goes, "I don't do that anymore." <laughs> now, do, do you have a way when you, when you go on on stage? Um, uh, let me give this example. Sometimes if, if I go to a movie and I'm in the wrong mood, I can't enjoy the movie. Do you have a way to clear your head so if you're not in the right mood to do a live concert, you can go out and do it and be, be good and feel good about it? Yeah, I'm heavily sedated. <laughs> <laughs> heavily sedated. Usually. There's no ritual or no, you don't no, 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 smoke no. three cigarettes and no, turn around no, no, three no, times. No, no, no. no. Uh, no have no, you ever you, gone on stage in a bad mood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You walk on. I'm sure she can mm-hmm. testify oh, to yeah. this. That you walk on stage, and uh, like I said, you know, being on stage is why you're there. That's why people pay money to see you do it, and you realize that responsibility. I have a responsibility to put me at the dressing room. So when I leave the dressing room, it doesn't matter how I feel or what I. These people are. They're going to get the best show that I can possibly provide them, and that's my job. So, you know, if I can't suck it up and tough it out for, you know, two hours a night, what the, you know. Will the, ba- will the band know if they're getting not happy, John? I. Do you guys know? Not on stage. After the show sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never called you in. Have I? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> This seems like an unpleasant moment. <laughs> just me personally. I don't remember calling you in. Band. No, not just me. I've never been called in. I always just talk to Andy and Mike. If I have a problem, I call Andy and Mike in. I say, okay, here's what needs to happen, and those guys relay it to the band. Have they ever said anything to you? Have they ever said, hey, John, that your guitar was <laughs> playing wasn't really up to speed tonight? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> just ask me. Once. Once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the late. Uh... No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, the the truth of the matter is is that uh we were playing at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. That's how old this is, the Spectrum. That they tore that place down like maybe two hundred and fifty years ago. Mm. Anyway, we were playing the Spectrum in, in in Philadelphia and I'm I hear this racket. I thought, What the hell? Who is making this noise? 
And I looked over at Mike, and, and uh, Larry Kramer was in the band time. I looked over at Mike, and, and, went, and, and I looked over at Larry and, and gave him that look, and they both just kind of went. <laughs> it was <laughs> you, John. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, I'm very quiet on stage. Because <laughs> then I don't want to hear myself play, you know, because it's just like I, I, you know, I got other stuff to do. I'm singing. I'm trying to, like, you know, remember the words and. So playing guitar and singing is, you know. It's I like mean, walking I, and chewing gum. It's hard to do, isn't it? Well, no, it's not like. I'm I, kidding. I, I, I'll, it was I'll, a I'll, I'll, I'll love for a second. Yeah, you're the one with the broken leg. You ought to know. <laughs> yeah. Want two of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're the one with the broken leg, you drunk. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, that's, that happens. No. Uh, let, me ask you, let me ask you. I want to go back about 14 topics here. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first record you ever bought? Uh, yeah, I do. Which was, was it a forty-five? Yeah. What was it? Chevy Checker and the Twist. Hmm. Come on, baby, let's do the. T- you know, I, listen. I, I'm going to brag here. I won the Twist contest in Seymour, Indiana, uh, uh, with a girl named Tracy Evans, and and in the window of the dime store. Wow, that's impressive. Right. What'd you win? Do you remember the prize? Yeah, I got to make out with Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> He said that. How about that? Yeah. How about Um, that? I think we were like nine. Cool. (laughs) I think we were the youngest contestants, and people thought we were cute. That's why we were doing Do you remember the first album you bought? Yeah, I think so, Um, because I broke my arm coming home with it. I saved up. You know, the old man would not give me money for for rock music, so I had to save up my own money, which was really stealing it off his dresser. (laughs) (laughs) But well, you can't steal it all at once. Yeah, of course, it's a process. It's a slow process. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. Very much a process. Slow process. A quarter here. Yeah. Yeah. Dime there. I don't know that story. Hi, Richard. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I was riding my bicycle back, and I had a wreck on my bike and broke my arm. Ooh. But the album was intact. And so, what was it? I think it was a Rolling Stones' first album. Never was much of a Beatles fan. Oh well, there goes my story. <laughs> well, the, the Be- well, the problem with the Beatles was it's like you know I said it. I I was doing an introduction of I think it was the Love and Spoonful or somebody at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And McCartney was sitting out there and I go, Paul, I hate to tell you, but this guy was writing about Summer in the City, and you were talking about, and I want to hold your hand. I mean, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> wow. Um, my first uh, song, and thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, God, no. I got yes. it right here. No. no. Yes. Oh, all right. No. You're going to play this, huh? I, this, hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mellencamp is we all about truth. Why do you have to do this for him? This it's is the truth. Me. This is the first. I remember buying. I bought this 45 at Woolworth's on Van Aken Boulevard in Shaker Heights, Ohio. Could this you is be the, a little bit more exact, please? No, I just uh, the details make the truth uh, come out of this story. This is the song that I bought. Don't encourage him. The, it's, now, hang on a second. This, okay. gets, this gets weird. It was The band was the Rivingtons. I thought it was the Trashmen. That's the they that's Surfing Bird. They stole that. Which I think is a better, a f- superior song. But. Uh, it's a uh, cultural uh, theft. <laughs> the, so that there's one. a coda to this story. It was The band is the Rivingtons. I remember the flip side was called Deep Water, and I, I believe it was a gospel tune. 
I met some people last uh, summer at this event, and they, they introduced me to their child. I had one of my babies with me. There are so many of them. And we were doing baby stories, and they said their, their kid was named um, Rivington. And I said, well, then you must be familiar with the famous Rivington song. God, and you know what they thought Why did I come out today? This is – Why don't I go home? See, John is, is, John is once again regretting coming to our yep. show. This is the other version. I went everybody's head about the bird. That sounds like, sounds a, like a meth anthem. Oh, I just was going to say that. Hold on for a second. See, they were listening to cassettes. That's what I was going to say. They were listening to cassettes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have solved the world's problems. This is really dragging. But to, to ruin the story, then the first album I ever bought was Meet the Beatles. Yeah, you know, I had an older brother who bought that record, too. We kind of went. Way to go, Joe. Enjoy your Beatles, Joe. Coming up next, another segment with comedian Todd McComas, also weddings. So you know Christy and Peter Frampton are going to be involved. You'll hear that next here on the Bob and Tom Show. From the Napa Studios, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at 888-262-8661. More Bob and Tom next. State law. This is the Bob and Tom Show from the Napa Auto Parts Studio. Pleasure to be with you this morning. This is Christopher here. Last day of summer vacation for the gang. They'll be back live in the studio on Monday. Right now, another segment with a very funny guy, friend of the show, comedian Todd McComas. Get your funk out. Is that what you do, Christy? Get your yeah. funk out. Oh, I've been... Never mind. <laughs> oh, big weekend, huh? No, 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 no. I've been listening to this R&B channel. It's just so funky. You forget by, some by of the definition. great uh, we are, songs that we're out We are in man. the house that Funk built. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't. Maybe not. Maybe they on a break they came over and built this. Oh, that's Ace. That's Funk, Chip. I think you. That's, uh, that's Josh. Hey. I'm Tom. And uh, the other man in the studio is uh, ex-cop Todd McComas. That Hello. sounds like skin tight. When was the last time you heard that? Oh, wow. I've got Skin that on. Tight. I got that. I will listen to that yesterday. Love it. And the lady in the boom, house is uh, boom, Christy boom, Lee boom, back from a back from a wedding. Uh, yes, Christy, not uh, mine. Uh, we we um, may have misspoken yesterday and we said you were knocked up on getting married. Right. Not it, wasn't it was my her daughter's. Older daughter. No. But she did have uh, elbow pads on during the throwing. No one in my family got married. It was a friend's daughter. Oh. And you wedding. somehow nice. missed the uh, the throwing of the bouquet. I'm not sure they did one. I really don't. Unless Then they're not legally married, right, Chick? That's right. That's right. They don't I mean, they may have done it outside for a picture or a photo op, and I wasn't out there. But maybe I think yeah. maybe they distracted you because they were concerned there might be a scene as you I dove for the bouquet. <laughs> the last thing I <laughs> want. Is that guarded? going away? Is the tossing of the bouquet? Uh... No, I don't. Okay. I, I don't think so. How much would it cost? For what about the garter for the next time you go to a wedding? You take a baseball glove. Oh, <laughs> and a mouth guard. Like a first baseball glove. Would... You know, I caught one about six years ago. You did? Yeah. Good for you. And I tried hard not to. It was one of those deflect, deflect, deflect. Oh, and it just oh, wound up in your arms. Did you throw yeah. it on the ground and stomp on it like a cigarette? <laughs> I tried to pass <laughs> it off. Twist it out. <laughs> now, just... Well, the sad thing is my date caught the garter. Oh. Yeah. Later oh. that night, did you guys do it? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, of course they did. They obviously didn't get married, so there goes that theory. That's right. You know what's no, fun? No, I think if you both get it, though, it, it cancels it out. Oh, it right? does. Yeah. Christy's yeah, saving yeah, herself right. for her wedding It just night. means you have to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yes. You know what's fun? Weddings where you don't know anybody. 
Adam. I had to go to one this weekend. Uh-huh. An outdoor wedding. Uh-huh. It's like 95 degrees. <laughs> I didn't know anybody. It was all my girlfriend's friends. So I'm just, I was there the whole time just only talking around. to her mom. Yeah. Oh. Which we get along great because we're the same age. But <laughs> it was That's nice. nice. <laughs> it was lonely. Well was done, lonely. Todd. Well done. Mm-hmm. Preaching Welcome to the club. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Preaching to the choir. Okay. So you obviously didn't say to tell her which, which ones of the bridesmaids you'd like to knock up. <laughs> knock up. Not, not just make out with or have no, sex with. I'm going to knock I'm going to do it with her, right? Yeah. Somebody's getting pregnant. Sorry, my own, my own brain kicked in. <laughs> the, uh, Josh, I, have a, I used to work for Rawlings. Yes, yeah. The baseball glove people yeah oh really i haven't heard anything about that. what does it come up once every four months <laughs> if that uh, the reason i bring this up is what would be the best kind of mitt to get christy to catch yeah, do a they make a bouquet catching mitt what would be that would, would, would a first baseman's glove be the one with the... Uh, maybe I, I would actually just give you a really big softball glove yeah. or go uh, hockey yeah. goalie glove it's a lot bigger. <laughs> did, Rawlings, did Rawlings make the hockey goalie club? No, they used to own Vic Hockey and had him then, but no, no, no longer. Huh. Huh. But I, that would be such a great look to walk in. I'm sure you had a really nice outfit on, nice dress. Yeah, I had sort. a very nice dress on. Thank uh-huh. you. And you walk in with a mitt. <laughs> Somebody looks thirsty. <laughs> wow. Running folks in the ditches. Wow. <laughs> You can ruin yeah. anything, wow. right? Yeah, that's. A, <laughs> I, I, I take pride in it. Oh, this you, is such a great song. Christy, what were you wearing? Um, well, tell us what you were. wearing. I was wearing a long dress. Start with what's underneath. Uh, I was wearing <laughs> practically nothing. <laughs> I was wearing a pair of underwear and a bra. That was about it. Color and uh, fabric, Black. please. Black. What else would you like to know? Black May for is there a reason? Is, May I see are, it? Are we in mourning? Because I knew no one would see it. <laughs> Go ahead, ask her. What? Was the crotch missing? <laughs> Black, <laughs> the hottest of the uh, now, underwear, you, you think? It you... wasn't hot there. It was beautiful. No, I mean color-wise. Oh, Guys? Uh, oh, you mean red? like attractive? Oh, you like a red. I like a red. You like a red? Oh, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with Josh on this. Boy yeah, yeah like, I am too, no, I think. Red is uh, too whorish. You heard about the boy panties? <laughs> yeah, red is uh, like every- Too whorish, <laughs> yes, really? Yeah, red panties says a lot of guys have seen these. Oh, my God. It's like the Wild West, the ladies in the brothel with the red filly. Is that what you think of? More subtle. Same, you know, it's the same thing true of auto. You know, this is a former cop. Uh-huh. That um, red cars get pulled over more often. Yeah, yeah. they get more they, attention. They get more. They get more. They get well, more tickets. Black, uh, fewer. That's, you don't think red sexy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, Christy, you look very nice. It, it is sexy. And who is this with you? That's the mother of the bride. Oh, okay. Is she? Um... It's my oh, friend Colette. We all know Colette. It's... She's been on trips with us. You need Tell to shut that. up right yeah. now. She looks like she's been crying. No, no. It, it, lo- it looks like she oh, uh, has a wait. severe. <laughs> can't severe. wait. You know what? Just leave it at that. Just say, yeah, saying severe is enough. All right. Uh, it's yeah, just I the way the photo is. Josh started this break saying you can ruin anything. Yeah. Well, that's very attractive. So Somebody said on uh, Twitter she or Instagram or whatever, she's, they, she, she looks like Annette Benning a little bit. Oh, yeah. She's, no, so she's gorgeous. But, so she's just bending down of to, yes, to yeah. your height. Of course, because I'm short. Yeah. Okay, I thought perhaps she Never in her life had a serious accident. Never in her life has she ever had to say, <laughs> what hump? 
Yes, severe. I'm sorry. Well put. Yeah. No, she's she's <laughs> just bent over. Up. She looks a little scoliosis <laughs> in this photo. A little bit spiny. But it's just because she's le- you're short, so she's I leaning down. Short. Yeah. Yes. No, she's very attractive. Oh, but she's married. Uh, Colette is uh, married to uh, Mr. Torres, right? Colette is not married. So her last name now is. No, her name's Colette Torres. That was all right. That was all right. That wasn't bad. I gave it a B minus. Yeah. Is your shoulder okay? She drank a mini soda. You got an A <laughs> yeah. on that one, buddy. You, you stretched a little bit on that one, but okay. Sure. We'll hand it to you. Uh. Uh, no, she's so she's just bending over because you're kind of short. She just yes. no, okay. she's so not, she doesn't. Uh, it's not like osteoporosis kicked in. No, no. no okay. She's, she's very healthy, runs fun. every day. Very, very, very but, but in the future, if you're looking at a friend's pictures... <laughs> The word severe probably couldn't <laughs> shouldn't come out of your mouth at Sorry. first. Okay. Laughing hysterically for five minutes yeah. before you right. say it. <laughs> Being unable to spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway done on this Friday morning. Coming up in the next hour, the Old West. Also, Floyd calls in. Josh gets the runaround. And Houston. 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 That's all next on this Friday morning here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show for a Friday. This is Christopher in the Napa Auto Parts Studios and worldwide on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming up, a couple of phone call segments with Floyd the Trucker. He's my favorite. I know Josh likes him a lot, too. Right now, a segment about uh, Houston. 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 And Donnie Baker calls in, too. All right. The caffeine is kicked in, and this private eye is ready to hit the streets. That's Ace Cosby. He's our engineer today. Time to rock. Thank you very much. Across the way, it's Chick McGee. We're still looking for his slogan. There you go. How about that one? <laughs> what? Hmm. He's a badass with a bad attitude. It's Chick McGee. <laughs> no? You know what? I don't have a bad attitude. I'm just tired. <laughs> Okay. That'd be great on ESPN. Okay. And now we cut the Chick McGee on the scene. No, hey, listen, man, I'm too tired to talk. That about wouldn't this. that wouldn't happen on ESPN because you don't work there. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm Josh. Surprised that's that Christy. Christy's not just as tired either. That yeah. she's been quiet about it. Uh, Christy, you tired? Mm, not today. <laughs> I am tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I was out late, but I'm not that tired. Oh, you were out late? Oh. Yeah. What happened? I went and... Picking I up went, some D! No. <laughs> Looking for that D in the city. Yeah! Some D for this V, you know, baby. You you, I went out and saw some live music last night, and just because I see live music, does you, that mean I'm searching for a man? Wait a second. Were you dancing? Yes. Were you doing... Hi, everybody. I was doing the I watch the film with the thrills. Oh, we got Houston. Son of a bitch. God, I love I wanted to tighten up. It's the new Rick Rolled, the Houston. The Houston? Okay, very good, very good. I love that song. Uh, We have a lot to get to here. Coming up, uh, comedians uh, Tim McLaughlin and Al Jackson. In the meantime, comedian Pat Godwin, I still haven't talked to him. He's working on two brand new songs in the next room. We gave him the assignment this morning. One of them is the story of the guy who... He's uh, been gone a long time. Maybe next time we should have him work on three songs. <laughs> <laughs> Piling on, are you? No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> Keep doing that. You're going to throw in gas money. <laughs> no, we have... He's not uh, your kid. Huh? He's you not your son. I don't know. I've got so many kids I can't remember. <laughs> I blame him myself. Uh, we have uh, a story you know about the, a guy whose leg was amputated. Is it a term enabler? 
Mm-hmm. Pardon me? Have you heard of the term enabler? I know. God, yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. So this guy loses his leg in a motorcycle crash, has the um, leg... Uh, uh, are we doing the story or are we just... Do you want to do the story? Well, I think we should wait till he has the song Well, ready. then... You want to do a teaser so people know what's happening? Uh, well, He yeah, loses he the said... leg and he has a chef turn it into tacos. Yeah. Yes. Takes Great. the meat and cooks it. I mean, <laughs> the teaser is the story. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, we're going to have it more in-depth is what we're going mm-hmm. to... There's some more details. It's... I can't believe it's legal, but apparently in some states, cannibalism is not necessarily illegal. It's not a federal law. Now, would that be considered veal? Since it's calf, uh, calf? <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what an amazing show! Wow. That was amazing. Look at you. I will not eat veal. You know that. Yes, why, yeah, why yeah, you feel bad for me. I think that you, you, see, they call it veal because they didn't want to call it what it is. Baby, Baby cow. cow. Yeah. Whoever came up with the word veal is a genius. It's like the guy that thought of New York strip steak. It's a crappy cut, but they give it a fancy name. Ask any butchers. Not really very good. You get a much better. Get, get the ribeye, please. The point is. The ribeye is the best. Yeah, right. The um, Well, the fillets. Truly. The point yeah, is. No, here, they're, they're fillets. Yeah. They call it veal so you don't go. Because you, you don't want to be eating a baby animal. Right. You want to at least have a, have a good life. It's the same reason I don't get those baby carrots. <laughs> I want them to have, you know, have a good life. Yeah. Isn't yeah, a grow. fillet in a ribeye? No. A porterhouse, I think, is the fillet and the strip. Oh, okay. Mm. No, I'm getting hungry. Hey, Porter. So this Porterhouse! <laughs> I was at a place the other night, I, and I'm not making this up. They have a thing called the Trotter Steak. Oh. Oh, that's where you get diarrhea right after you eat it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it because a trotter is a horse. Horse, and horse racing, yeah. the ones that have the wheels on them. The, mm-hmm. What is it called? A sulky or a silky or whatever that little. You know what I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, yeah. The about. trotters. Yeah. Those are trotters. Yes. You used to so, run a Beulah Park. A, a trotter yeah. steak, so I, I ordered the thing anyway. I looked for the whip marks, didn't see any. How was it? Was it good? It was great. Apparently, it's some chef named Trotter. Hey, Porter. Hey, Porter. What is this? Johnny Cash. Hey, Porter. Oh, I thought this was the first. I thought this was guitar lesson one. (laughs) Same note four times, same note five. I don't know that Cash song. Are you kidding me? Man, oh, man. Is it a Porter Wagner thing? Hey, Porter. I mean, he sounds crazy young there. Oh, yeah. He's like 13. He was 13. He doesn't even have the Diane Reem warble yet. Please address your hate mail to Josh on that yeah. one. I'm coming to keep it with you, Josh. Until they take me. Hello, Hello Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. hey I'm like you, Tom. I don't eat them baby carrots, neither. Oh, good. I don't eat baby carrots. I don't eat baby desserts. Baby lamb. I don't eat nothing with baby in it. Good. So why do you think Patrick Swayze died so young? I think it's dangerous. Oh. <laughs> Nobody eats baby uh, in the corner. No. Man, here's, here's something that made me stroke a nerve. Did you hear? I had to drop out of bartending school about 12 years ago because I couldn't afford it. Did you see it on CNNs? They're giving scholarships now to these dicks with e-cigarettes. Yeah, they're asking what? Uh, They're asking uh, high school I'm kids to honest. write essays on why e-cigarettes might be healthier than regular cigarettes, and they're going to give a scholarship, supposedly. They write an essay, and they get to go to college for free. How's that going to work? So you meet a chick on campus, and she's all like, I'm here on a full ride for volleyball. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm here on a partial vaping scholarship. 
And she'd be like, oh, that's cool, Leonard. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to go bang a basketball player. I swear uh-huh. to God. You know, vaping may not give you cancer the gizzard like cigarettes, but it don't look nearly as cool neither. Yeah. You, you never seen Johnny Cash or James Dean or Huntley Bogart smoking one of them vape things? Uh, Humphrey. Huntley Bogart. Well, I'll say it like this. Yeah. Putting all that vapor water in your lungs can't be good for you neither. I'm pretty sure that's how you get ammonia, dumbass. Plus, you ever ammonia? Now, when you talk to these people, they're always up in your bubble about how vaping's better. Mm-hmm. It's like that basic CrossFit dick everybody hates at work. Right. I swear to God. <laughs> nobody cares about your muscle confusion, Randy. <laughs> but vapors are always like, oh, you should try vaping. This one here tastes like cookie dough. Or here, hit this one. This one tastes like Montreal steak seasoning. I swear to God. <laughs> if it was Very that good, good they wouldn't way. have to flavor them up. I don't remember the Marlboro man bragging about how his cigarette tastes like cotton candy or chunky monkey. No. That's true. He's right. Well, she ever see them guys that exhale them big vape clouds? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much fog, I can't tell if they're vaping or playing bass for Molly Hatch. <laughs> I thought the car in front of me yesterday was on fire. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Hey, Christy, whatever happened to London fog? Oh, Nobody ever made a better windbreaker back in the 80s. Sure. Yeah. Rain, yeah. Raincoats, nice yeah. raincoat. Nice raincoat. Nice trench. Yeah, between my bugle boy jeans and my London Fog windbreaker, man, the ladies couldn't keep their hands off of me. <laughs> really? Right. Kids would be like, oh, Donnie, your junk is like the Tower of London. Can I see Big Ben later? Big Ben's at Parliament. Don't, Anyways, don't man, muddle it with fact. Got these, these dudes blowing these clouds so thick you can't see their faces, which I think might be by design to make it hard to identify the Dick Weasel who's vaping in the first place. <laughs> These vapors are the worst. Now they're going to give them free money. Vapors are the same dudes who call each other bro. They all wear sleeveless sweater vests, even in the summer, usually revving their Corsicas up while blaring Creed out the speakers. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about e-cigarettes is that little light on the end that lights up. When people take a drag, you ever see it? Yeah, what's that for? I think it's the same reason why the headlight stays on a moped, Tom. Oh. Probably so people walk into a bar and instantly avoid these people in the first place. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> hey, i got to go. The new chick in HR wants to check the time on Big Ben. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big Ben, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a, a true story. The um, Some e-cigarette company is offering scholarships. Oh, an e-cigarette company. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. They, they want people to write essays on why vaping may be safer than smoking i uh, honestly thought the car in front of me was on fire i did not i've never seen so much smoke coming out of the windows of a car before yeah but i i, I do think that donnie makes a good point you never saw as he calls him huntley bogart yeah yeah can you imagine bogart walking up to bacall at the bar <sighs> blowing off of the uh. steam and handing her that huge apparatus <laughs> I, doesn't, no. it doesn't really have the uh, you don't share those do you I bet you do. You sure. do? Sure. And you ever see the thing where Bogart takes two cigarettes, lights them both in hand? Well, yeah, them? but she's not. they're not sharing the same cigarette. You ever they share a... Share, share the same vape. Share a bite at dinner? It's the same I bet people have shared vapes. Sure. Okay. It's gross. Why? Why? How does that differ than sharing a spoon at dessert? It's not... Who shares a spoon at dessert? <laughs> Everybody shares spoon. If you're in love, well, I'm you sorry, sorry. Hang on, hang on. Wait, hang on a second. Oh, Josh. Oh, I Josh. see what I've done. Damn it. <laughs> Here's one of the fattest things I've ever done. First off, 
Forget about sharing a spoon of dessert. <laughs> Who shares their dessert? What am I crazy? Yeah. That chocolate tower's mine. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, so. Lots more to come on this Friday morning. Coming up next, Josh gets the runaround. <laughs> You'll hear that coming up in a few minutes here on the Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Napa Auto Parts studio. This is Christopher here. The gang is out for the rest of the day. They'll be back on Monday. They've been out all week, of course, on summer vacation. Back live on Monday. Check out BobandTomStore.com for all the latest Bob and Tom fashion, plus tumblers, koozies, openers, bumper stickers, magnets, and lot, lots more. BobandTomStore.com is where you find it all. Well, Josh gets the runaround again. Let's listen in. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show, our partner. Uh, it's, uh, live from the Napa Auto Parts Studios. Let me introduce my posse. Meat. It's what's for dinner? Uh, beef. Beef. It's Is it meat or beef? Beef, I okay. Meat could be anything. I know, that gives you all kinds of them. It sure does, a lot of variety. Yeah. Right. Chicken. It's what's for dinner. doesn't have the, uh, Entrees. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> Amputated leg. It's what's for dinner. That's coming up. I never did get to meet my posse. Wait a minute. What's your name, sir? Sheriff Cosby. Sheriff Cosby. Uh-oh. Well, that's uh, don't, well, don't go over to, quote, to the saloon. It's, it's, better than bar- that's, yeah, it's better than bartender Cosby. <laughs> From where I'm sitting, the sheriff is near. <laughs> we shall present him with this laurel and hearty handshake. <laughs> <laughs> that's authentic Western gibberish. <laughs> If you haven't seen Blazing Saddles, go see it before it's made illegal <laughs> uh, by the uh, by the cultural police. That's uh, Chick McGee mumbling over there. Comedian Pat Godwin has his guitar. We have a song challenge. I'll explain in just a second. That's the very handsome Josh Arnold, new homeowner, which you're going to find out is a big positive thing. We've got a news story today about the about the positivity and success and happiness of home ownership. Oh, great! How about that? I mean, I'm already happy. The you know, fireplace guy show up. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> you, you're hitting home runs with asking people questions and getting pissed at you. Are you kidding me? I'm not pissed at Christy. Didn't, uh, didn't, I am. Didn't show up again? <laughs> well, there's been some uh, some phone tag going on now. If I oh, if my that's... phone rings and I leave, I'm... Uh, we should explain. Josh <laughs> bought a house, uh, and it's, it's a used house, but it's his first home. Oh, no, this is important. Pre-lived in. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Pre-occupied. Oh, I, I think... You, you, did you build that one? I built one from okay. scratch, but right. I've, I've okay. rebuilt complete... Scratch. I've torn down... I rebuilt... Okay. Yeah. I'm tearing down one. I've Don't rebuilt do like that, three. People. Just move in and make small changes. Don't do it. No. Uh, yeah, and which is what I'm doing, Chick. No, but he's. Exactly. you're getting the repointed on the um, on the fireplace, right? The yeah, chimney. I'm getting uh, some tuck pointing done on the firebox and some crown molding oh, sure. on the but, chimney. But no, so don't far, talk down, Doug. So we far, you've spent, uh, you've spent two days sitting in your empty house. At least on day two, you had a chair as opposed to sitting on the uh, fi- on the stairway. The stairs, right? yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not a ranch. We know that. Um, <laughs> we're learning lots of things here. Well, but you uh, you're waiting for the, the, the guys. And how long did you wait yesterday? Yesterday, I didn't wait at all. I didn't have to because they canceled. I They called, and then I called them back to say, yes, show up. Sure. And I never, never heard anything. I see. So I didn't even bother going. Yeah, well, the economy is pretty hard. Think, hard to get anything done these days. I think at this point, 
They're messing with you. That's I, what I think. You have, do you ever have one of these things where <laughs> the customer service is so sort of shaky that at some point you go, is it, is it me? Am I, am I the one not understanding? <laughs> I think understanding? that all the time. I know it's me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, right now with the economy the way it is, uh, it getting any kind of tradesman or tradeswoman is very difficult. It's a good problem to have. I'm, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. so, but, yes, it's... Uh, so your house is still empty, but you took one chair over there, right? Yes, the chair that I had on my that I would sit you, on my porch had, with. You had, camping chair. Have you, yeah. Have yeah. you had your cable installed yet? No, no. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't See, have a TV over there. He's told you this is a soft move. He's going to do it gradually. But you keep asking based on him. his advice, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You told him don't move anything in until you paint everything. You're, he's following your advice, and you're no. My advice there was there are to, other things in there. Should I have moving the tub in. I uh, have, as you know, I have a pie lady. Yes. I have a cake lady. I haven't heard anything about it. And I have, a, I have a lady who, when I have to have stuff done to my house, goes over there and sits there all day so I don't have to. All right. Well, I may, if I, if that. And she's uh, a good, she's a bargain. She'll clean up what will. I was going to say, does she sew for you while she's waiting? No, the darn, sewing lady, my sewing lady. some socks, put no, some buttons My sewing on. lady is also my cake socks. lady. Oh, your cake lady is the same. She's also a seamstress, yeah. She's your, okay. <laughs> and your sitting lady is my old cleaning lady, am I right? That's correct. Yeah. Wow. So you've got wow. your Amy, you've got your Kathy. You've got your D. You've got your Sharon. Who do you then think? Then you've got your. Don't you hire my, any men? Yes. Can I ask you you know my handyman. You use well, my Greg, Greg. Yes. You think there's anyone listening to you doing <laughs> talking about all this, and they're thinking, "Boy, that Tom. He sounds like a wonderful man." <laughs> no, they're going. You think that anybody's sure. doing that? What a man of the people. He, <laughs> and by people, we mean those he employs. Yeah. <laughs> Nice guy. How else am he's, I going to have any friends? He's just like us. He's normal, just like us. Well, it, he does. No, I don't want to help the economy. I don't want to sit yeah. around all day. I mean, the, the cable guy practically lives at my house now. That thing's breaking constantly. So you, it, it, it's. I, I have that luxury though. I don't have time to sit around all. For day. me, it's a, oh, I can sit and read for a little bit. Okay. So let me. I've a couple of real serious questions. Let me ask. Yes. You now the appliances. You had them all checked out, right? Yeah. Yep. Fridge working. Yes. Anything in it? Um, only some bottles of water that I brought over there. I think me and you, after the show, oh boy, need no. to go to a grocery run for that fridge. Why? No, no, He's no. He's not it, living I, there. It, I, it's fine for now. You've but, got a microwave. We'll get some paper plates. Who the hell? Are, Jack Nicholson from The Departed. Josh, you like cheese? You like some bread? <laughs> you like cheese? Let's go. You like bologna? Let's go. give him a couple open, loaves tr- of open bread. Open the truck up. Did you hear what Enjoy he said? Enjoy your clams. <laughs> he said paper plates. He won't eat off paper plates. In a pinch, I will. In the summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very generous. How about we do that the week I move in? You can sure. Lo- yeah. Okay. Free grocery. Uh, no. uh. Take Ace. You'll get coupons. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now we'll get some yeah. deals. Hey, by the way, word on the street was you and Ace went no, somewhere. What? Am I going to talk about it? No, 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 no. No, no. no. All right. We're what? good. We're good. Okay. Ace and I have uh, done some travels together in our oh, time. You might have been hanging together. Ace and, I, Ace and I once hung out and went to a Def Leppard show together. I want to hear everything about Met it. Met the band. It was great. Oh, Ace knows everybody. Ace is the only guy who's comfortable backstage. I hate being backstage at concerts. Ace, is, Ace knows all these guys. And oh, they're, that's they're cool right. Guys. I forgot about that about you. What? <laughs> what? You like? I don't like going Tom backstage. Tom Rocks. No, I don't mind... I don't really mind anything, but we got to do backstage tomorrow night. You're going to be freaking out. Now, just like a second. you do, Ace just said you, you said what? Tom rocks. How, how so? <laughs> I would. Yes, we, we Ace, spent four I hours. I would like in the, to hear how Tom rocks. We went. We spent four hours in the car to go see Def Leppard and Crocus. 
and well, you, many and years ago. Were you guys rocking in the car on the way there? And I rocking? was practically giving myself a tattoo. I was so excited. About <laughs> Crocus rocks. Oddly, Def Leppard. Crocus. He's a big Crocus fan. Def Leppard, great band. Please sing a Crocus song for us. <laughs> <laughs> his, his favorite, you know what? His favorite is screaming in the night. Ah, screaming in the night. Let me tell you something about the world that you probably don't know. Um, and I bet you, oh, Chick, you probably know this. People who have sometimes there are people who have really distinguished jobs that are extraordinarily well educated, far more than me and you guys. That you know maybe like you but know, mostly s- you guys surgeons, <laughs> yeah. You know people really are you know, jet pilots, right? And it's kind of amazing what music they're into. I know a couple guys that happen to be friends of mine, barely that are that are like, like super talented physicians. And if you found out the music they're into, you'd be stunned. Like ultra heavy metal, um, in one case, Grateful Dead in another. Mm. You know, this guy's like a really distinguished uh, surgeon. It's amazing. Wasn't so there you a never surgeon, know. surgeon who got in trouble for dancing around the operating theater? Yeah, or just something? recently, yeah. yeah. A woman. Yeah. Well, that one was very peculiar. That had a lot of weird uh, things going on. But the point is, you never know. So there might be a there might be one of the best physicians in the world, and she's super into crocus. Mm. So uh, you just never know what people. are I don't think I've ever about. heard a crocus. Song. I have never heard a crocus song in my life. Okay, this e? here. Let, let's listen to this. This is not a crocus song. It's not. No. <laughs> you know what that is, though. Name that band. That's right, the Silver. Hey, Josh, didn't you and your show choir do that song in uh, 1994? Yes, yes we did. did you? Okay. Wow. All right, let's remember? dance to that. Could we prevail upon you to recreate do, do, the dance moves Please. For us? I'll have to do the moves from uh, turn the beat around. <laughs> Wait a second. No, seriously, if you can do that when we get off the air today, I want you to do it in front of a green screen, and we'll get that up on you. <laughs> I, want, I want the full remember? body. Bailey, if you're in the other room listening, we got to get this. Uh, we'll get the music and everything for you, and you can dance. We Let's can't do it. it today. We're busy. Uh, no, we can do it over. We're doing some photos today. It'll be fine. We've got just the perfect setup. Just bring a boom box. Does anybody oh, have boy. one? Ace, you probably have one, right? I do. Okay, of course. <laughs> Jesus. Well, no, well Ace, no, Ace has many. Uh, Ace has uh, antiquated. Four, we would four VCRs. Yeah, antiquated. Right. Ace antiquated. probably has an no, no, You never take... know when you need some. No, no. <laughs> no one else took it any other way, and I'm sure I... you didn't either. <laughs> no, Ace, Ace uh-huh. has Go on. four VCRs. Right. He probably has a, a aftermarket eight track in his truck because the eight track <laughs> came out after that truck was made. Uh, mm. <laughs> do you, you have a Mr. Microphone? I had one. <laughs> did you guys all have Mr. Microphones? No, uh, I did not. Remember the tagline of the commercial? Hey, we'll be back to pick hey, you up later. Hey, we'll be back to pick you up later. Yeah. <laughs> the easiest way in the world to pick up women with Mr. Microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to love that commercial. Was it coming through the radio? Hey, baby. Yeah. We'll come back and pick you up later. And no one could figure it out. It's coming through your car. That radio. always works. That's a great yeah, I don't have a seatbelt on. I'm sitting in the back of a convertible. I'm going to die here. <laughs> the driver's loaded. And that guy's coming back for us. Um, the point is uh, we have uh, Josh's new dance. <sighs> we're going to be, uh, we, we were discussing. Oh, uh, no, you, you, uh, show choir? You're in show choir. What song did you do? I don't do? think we should cheapen. Uh, what, what's the one? Turn the beat around. Turn the beat around is so magnificent. We shouldn't uh, uh, pigeonhole it uh, with Boogie Fever. I think if you and in to- fairness, Boogie Fever when we did it was <laughs> was part of a disco. Boogie Fever medley. medley. 
Okay. So, so you say. Scared the hell out of me. Okay, you stop it? If you think that's scary. jumpy you. today. Wait, wait till you have, how about uh, how about this one? Is this crocus? It's crocus. Yeah, babies. Oh, don't act like you like this. It's covers. Uh, Look at him. Uh, a BTO song. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, Love that's, Randy Buck. Uh, what's a BTO song? Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business. That's amazing. Randy Bachman's got a... By the way, if you're a Beatles fan, Randy Bachman has the the greatest thing about the the Beatles and that chord. We talked to him about it on the air. Well, it's it's on YouTube. We'll, we'll link to that. I'm serious. Very cool. A um, little, little more Crocus? Sure. Please. I think you'll like this one. You've heard this one, right? That's Sounds Michael. Like a storm. That's Michael Winslow. On the, Can we get Winslow? I don't know. <laughs> doing the doing. It takes the a while wind. to get to the hook. He's first yeah. call win. Yeah, you're not. You're going to run out of patience on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see how good that song is. The point is, um, <laughs> Ace and I went hey, to Dean, see. How about, how about the hook, Dean? Crocus and Def Leppard. Uh, well, many many years ago, and we were just discussing that. Phil Cullen, a new dad. Did you see that? Ah, my favorite. This is nice. Nice riff. Uh, noodle, 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 noodle. What do you mean noodle? This is a nice guitar lick. Jerry Garcia is a noodler. That is, I not, that is not noodling. They're both excellent, but. Oh, Josh. Ladies and gentlemen, here oh, he yeah. comes. There's it's Josh Arnold. Oh, there we go, the Josh. Oh, jazz hands. Jazz hands. Now, if you're driving, please leave one hand on the wheel. Yes. But you can do this dance because you can you just exchange hands as you go, right? Yeah, you essentially just make L's with your yes. arms. You do 10 and 2, but you got to just take it off the 2 and yeah, 10. It's like 3 o'clock. Yeah. 9 o'clock. I forget what else we did, but... Kind of looks like semi four. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to get Josh showing you how to do that. Uh, we'll get a little video of that coming up later. Uh, now uh, we were going to touch our toes into the first of waters all. Of you sports. guys wanted to know. Well, I'm sorry. Game show wanted to know about the World Cup matches today. Uh, today, these starting at eleven o'clock: Russia and Saudi Arabia, and Morocco and Iran. I don't know who you're cheering for there. I think in the Morocco or Iran, they actually play with someone's severed head. Sure. And then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, Egypt, and you are gay, and oh, you're Uruguay. gay. Uruguay, Uruguay. Sorry, it's Homer Simpson. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's tomorrow at eight a.m. And then Portugal and Spain get together, and let's get this straight. Those two the teams do, do not, not like, like each other. <laughs> yeah, you bet you on that one. And then France and Australia. Oh, that seems like a fun match. France and Australia. Okay. And Argentina and Iceland. So Israel taking Argentina. on Palestine. Um. No way, but they don't have a, they don't have a country. Jesus sorry, just <laughs> move along. Mm, that's a comedy goal. You know? Yeah, nothing like that. This a, this Oakland A's fan. And you call, what caused the international incident? Well, <laughs> the Oakland A's fan has been going to games at the Coliseum all his life, but until earlier this week, he never caught a foul ball. Oh, much like most of us, I would most think. Most of us. Yeah. He just. If he could just catch a foul ball, he, okay. He thought, "I wonder where this is going." I like this. I wish it was going a little quicker. <laughs> I'm building the tension. Yeah, it's as though you're reading it for the first. That's time. right. 
It's almost like I'm reading it for the first time. Bill from Pittsburgh explained, uh, being interviewed by the uh, radio team, he barely had time to put the first ball, the first foul ball that he caught, so in he, his pocket. Because of the stories, he catches a foul ball. He catches after a all foul these ball years. after all these years. All right. He barely had time to put the ball in his pocket. When he died. Before the <laughs> second one was coming oh. right at him. And he caught that one, too, just 20 seconds apart. Now, this never happens. Never. This never happens. Then he died? Have yes. you ever caught a foul ball? No. How many no. times have you been to the ballpark? Oh, yeah. hundreds. hundreds. Yeah. This Countless. guy gets two yeah. within. Oh. No, I like the story last week <laughs> a little better. The way this story ends is, <laughs> I hope Bill bought a <laughs> lottery ticket on his way home. <laughs> Tom? Why would he want to buy a lottery ticket? <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he used off all his life. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, yeah. Yeah, Now, the bi- the better foul ball story was hell. last week. The better foul ball story. Yeah. Just remember the San Diego Padres fan? Yeah, yeah she caught it in her beer and she drank. Yeah. <laughs> the aptly named Gabby? Yes, that's right. Her name was Gabby DeMarco. She yeah, was man, a, and then I caught a foul ball and then I couldn't believe it. And then, I drank know. it. All the guys got They all, all cheered. And then I went to the Jack Johnson concert and then I went... <laughs> And I saw this cute boy with a shark tooth necklace, and I talked to him. And it turns out his dad works with my dad. Can you believe that? Poor Gabby. Another segment this hour, the Old West. Also, Floyd calls in. That's all next here on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Napa Auto Parts Studios. Right now, uh, the first of two segments uh, for the rest of the morning here with uh, Floyd the Trucker. He's going to call in sometime during this segment. All right. Right now we're in the Old West. Well, look who's here. Yes. Well, look what we got here. Let me smell them bloomers, honey. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, so much for that well, piece of fun. Well, there goes our show. I think it's time we vote Sheriff Griswold out of office. <laughs> I could not agree more. Uh, that's Ace over there. <clears throat> that's your Hi-ho, Silver. Hi-ho, <laughs> Silver. Okay, I guess that's a wrong movie, but why not? <laughs> why? Um, that's, why not? That's Chick. Uh, the lady with the bloomers is uh, Jessica Alsman. Hey, Jessica. Hello. Um, he ain't hanged, but he's hung. That's that's Josh. That's what? Right. I, yeah, I've never been hanged, but I've been hung my whole life. Uh, there you go. There you go. That's a better joke. And that's Christy <laughs> Lee. Hi, everybody. Even in the West. <laughs> wow. That's, that's how you'd greet the bar, play along. The bar patrons in the West. <laughs> go, Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Miss Christie's. May I fetch you a whiskey? You can, are you available, Miss Christie? <laughs> I have girls for that. You Madam they, Christie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. How, many, th- uh, how many whores you got here? <laughs> you always say gun smoke kind of. A Miss Kitty? You know, Miss Kitty was like, you know, the pastor's wife. A little bit pretty, pretty wholesome. Well, it was, well, what you what you want? Her coming down with cankers all over her mouth, and <laughs> exactly, <laughs> a little, real, little realistic. Oh, oh boy! I mean, they named her Miss Kitty. Oh. You know that they were in the back room. The boys writing the scripts were going. <laughs> yeah, they, they, had a, they, had a, they had a nickname for her. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Kitty. Yeah, aren't you glad you weren't? You didn't. You weren't. That that wasn't when you lived the old west. Oh yeah. None of us are as glad as. Aces, though. 
Well, that's, that took a turn. <laughs> Certainly unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Just telling. Okay. I'm just saying, if we all become, I could have been a sheriff. If we all become that's right. Tommy, that's right. That's right. Oh, yes. And so, yeah. As you recall, Blazing Saddle. Yeah. Yeah. We can't even the say the. sheriff is coming. No, that's nope. not the joke. We'll the sheriff you. is near. <laughs> right. The we'll sheriff give you is a, near. Uh, a laurel and a hearty handshake. Yeah, there you go. That's right. <laughs> a laurel and hearty handshake. <laughs> well, let's move on. Uh, John Hillerman, right? He says that. Is that him in the movie? Howard Johnson is right. That guy? That's well, there were seven of those guys. but No, David Huddleston was that guy. Oh, okay. A laurel and hearty handshake. That's from uh, Magnum P.I. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Blazing Saddles, great movie. Never make that one again. Mm. <laughs> if they do a remake, it would sound like this. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Uh, we have uh, been joined in the studio, as I mentioned, by uh, Jessica Alsman. Alsie, what's new, huh? Oh, you know, just hanging out. Did you see the new <laughs> horror film that is Hereditary? supposed to be great? Ooh, no. Have you read about this? No. Are you kidding me? You're the. I thought you were the He's horror. He's horror. Yeah, that's, and I saw it. It's, oh, you, it's brilliant. But I don't want to add to the hype because I think it's being overhyped. So it's supposed to be super scary, disturbing, and last with you. Incredibly unsettling. And you're right, it does last with you. Yeah, it it sticks with you. So I thought you were a horror movie person. I mean, I like scary movies, but if it's too real, I might freak out. Like the movie The Strangers, I didn't like because that's real. Like people break it in your home just because you were home. Like the purge and stuff. (laughs) Hello, Bobby Top Show. Hey, fellas. Ah, Floydy. I have enjoyed your stranger program. Oh, good, good. You're welcome. What are you doing? I, mean, I heard somebody talking about getting a charley horse during sex. Yeah. There are a few things worse than a charley horse. Yeah. Especially during dog fashion because <laughs> yeah. in dog fashion, you know your foot and everything. Oh, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, your leg gives out and when you go to gravity, it kind of looks like you're trying to do a can opener in the pool. <laughs> I've tried to increase my intake of calcium pills. You know, to help with it. Calcium uh-huh. pills, that's what it's like. Great, Good. Yeah. I tell you, an old-fashioned Charlie horse has come up on you quick. There's <laughs> rarely much heads up on it. I find it's best to go about it like you're driving in the rain to kind of pump the brakes. But <laughs> the worst part is. If you jerk too fast to try to tend to it, the horse thinks you're trying to pump and run without paying it. Uh-huh. Boy, it's hard to get back in the mood after she threatens to tell your kids. <laughs> boy, boy, it sure is. <laughs> Looks to me like we've got these Koreans all riled up again. Uh, well, I don't know. I think what you want to, but I think it's good to know Singapore's on our side. <laughs> good night. Thanks. Bye, yeah. That was certainly... Oh boy! That's amusing. You don't want the horse telling your kids. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that, that's that, that that <laughs> Charlie horse right there, dog fashion. Huh? I just get them sleeping. Don't, does anyone else? Oh boy, they'll wake you up. God, that's awful. It's been a while since I've had that. I had them. So you're supposed to take potassium for yeah. that. Okay. The potassium deficiency. Usually. Is that what that's called? Yeah, I have bananas, yeah. right? Bananas. bananas. Very good. You ever get them in the arch of your foot? Yes. I used to oh, until swimming. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And until I thought, what? I swear, or, I I swear to God, orange insoles. That, oh, that really? took it away completely. I what? thought you were going to say, you know, I used to get them when we were sailing. I used to get a Charlie horse in my arms. I got them after the... I was hiking out. I got a Charlie horse. Next thing you know, I was in the drink. Of course, Jack and Bobby and Teddy would help me with my Charlie horse. But... Well, t- Teddy wouldn't. No, well, Teddy, no. Teddy would <laughs> The last time I went swimming, Teddy drove. It's also, I think, a sign of dehydration. I had them yeah. Saturday okay. night really bad after mm-hmm. dancing all night at the reception. Weren't you drinking? I was, so okay. I was dehydrated. Okay, and cutting a rug. Oh, so what were you drinking, booze? Uh, I was drinking vodka. Drunk as a monkey. Were you doing shots? What was going no, on? No, 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 no. Oh. Sipping vodka? 
Uh, vodka club so soda. Did you, did, All you, right. did you hook up with some guy? Who were you dancing? No. Dance? Did you back that ass up on no, the No, we were dancing as a group, like you do at a wedding. You know, everybody was out there dancing. <laughs> did you rub that on anybody? No. <laughs> okay, I didn't see anything. Twerk on some lucky fella. There was one incident where. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, okay. Tell us about this, please. Oh, yeah. We'd like to hear. They about were playing the dirty dancing theme. You know yeah. that. I've had the time of my life. Uh, yes, yeah. So, Bill Medley, Jennifer Warren's great song. A, there was a larger <laughs> man there who decided to pick me up in the famous lift, you know. Okay, oh, yeah. Awesome. Remember when Swayze lifts baby up over yeah. his head? You remember that? Yeah. Fine. I have no problem with that. He sets me down. His wife apparently had a problem with that. Oh. And I had to take her aside and say, uh, hon, I'm old enough to be your grandmother. I think it's okay. And hmm. he was, it was not good. She so, was really pissed. Did you have to get your panties back from her? Yeah. <laughs> so That's always awkward. So, hang on a second. Josh, help me out on this. So, <laughs> yes, in his yeah. scenario. Yes, yeah. <laughs> where did my panties when, go? No, no. In his scenario, during the process of an apology, yes. you hand the offended party your panties. No, no. Yeah, no. no. I think what happened, happened is. No. Okay, okay. Tom's suggesting, yes. as Christy was saying, hey, look, right. nothing happened. Right. Something something so actually innocent. had happened, right. and that the wife said, oh, by the way, he gave these to, to me to give back to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, that would be... But again... I, and I was wearing a long maxi dress. I mean, there was so no... So he really had to, right. he had to die yeah, for Yeah, there him. was no way that was happening. <laughs> I mean, this... this so, And he was like, it was just one girl. And maybe he's like trying to... And I'm like... Too big to pick up, so he picked no, you up. No, she wasn't. And, oh, okay. She was... But I'm just saying... It was just so. I'm like, please don't yeah. be mad at him. No, it was so innocent. Would you have, in the moment? The song. Would you have made out with him if she? No, <laughs> I wasn't. Hmm. No, there was. Isn't there something? Weren't you telling me that it was you, just funny? It was like a funny somebody going to pick somebody up, and they and you know I was the shortest uh, person out there. So guess I don't think you're to blame here. It sounds like you're really trying to sabotage your relationship. As I recall, <laughs> in Dirty Dancing, uh, the female has to be very uh, involved in the process for her to get above the guy's head. Well, so I didn't get you above his head. You weren't trying to fight him off. At I didn't get above his head. He he's, he's, hold, he, he's holding you? Like sounds like you were he's up evacuating just, you from a fire? No, he picked me up. I didn't run. He just picked me up and lifted me up. This guy oh, okay. was a big man. Was his face... At, at, at boob height or crotch height? Probably boob height, maybe, if right. that. Did he? His or yours? Huh. <laughs> I should have known better than to bring this up. I've been in here way too long to make Thank this rookie. One more hour to go. Coming up next hour, Christie's apartment. Another call from Floyd. Song timing. Mungo Jerry. Also, comedian James Johan. Roadkill. And the news with Christy Lee. It's all next on the Bob and Tom Show. From the Napa Auto Parts studios, this is Christopher speaking on your Friday. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Again, the gang is back on Monday here live in the studio. Right now, a pretty funny segment with uh, Christy Lee doing the news. A little roadkill and comedian James Johan. Uh, what else is going on over there, Christy? Yes. A Montana man rescued a baby deer from a bed of filthy sewer sludge. Oh. Fort a what? Benton from City. a where? Uh, a baby? Yeah. Deer. Fawn. A fawn. Filthy sewer sludge. 
Fort Benton City crew members were working on the sewage lagoon, quote unquote, oh. when someone spotted wait, wait. the distress. Welcome to falling. Sewage Lagoon. Boy, there's the there's Aye. the there's the worst resort <laughs> ever. A sewage Lagoon. Hey, yeah. come to Sewage Lagoon. You want a water ski? Uh, I don't think so. Do you have what it takes to survive Sewage Lagoon? According to the Great Falls Tribune, Superintendent Skip Ross. Tasked 19-year-old Joe Bauer with the rescue. Let the kid do it. Hey, yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. First so, week on the job. Got something uh, for you. So this is the this is the same stuff that dog was in I think a so. month ago. They had to get out of it. It's, it's like, it's like the dog for, fortified liquid poop. Bauer yes. trudged uh. through 100 yards of thigh-deep sludge. Oh. He carried out the fawn to the bank of the Missouri River. <laughs> He said others helped guide the fawn back to its mom. Joe Bauer said Wednesday's rescue was a rewarding experience, but his co-workers, quote, didn't want him anywhere near them <laughs> until he showered and changed his clothes. Mr. Ross said it's straight. It's just straight sludge. It's not clean stuff. It's pretty dirty. I hate to say it, but it's a lot of poop. Oh. And do you remember the story well, about no, the dog? Wait. What about the poor mom who has to clean up the fawn? There's no shower in nature. She has to lick that off. Oh, she's got to kick it into a creek or something. Oh, my God. Now, Bambi, come here. Yeah, this was the first draft of Bambi. They they did a rewrite. (laughs) (laughs) They decided just to shoot Bambi's mom. No one's going to think the deer's cute. Remember we had the dog about a month ago? The story was this this, uh, dog had run off. Yeah. And a sewage worker found the dog. And they, 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 the woman said she'd washed the dog, shampooed the dog three times, and it still stunk. Mm-hmm. But it was literally in this concentrated, what do they call it? Sludge. Okay. Oh, God. Yikes. Kind of an Andy Dufresne thing going on <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, poor little guy. What's oh. sweet, a sweet story. Poor dear mom. But what about the guys that have to work there every day? That's what I did before comedy. I picked up roadkill for the county. Wow. Yeah, that's a fun story. Holy moly. Yikes. Yeah, so I'm not real. I mean, that's a heroic thing to do, but I've had to pull dead pigs and dogs out of the creek. And <laughs> then we'd fill up the back of the truck with flat squirrels that had been hit and just a second. go down to the dump. And you know how far a flat James. squirrel will be- Hang fly? Hang on one second. Hmm. It's true. We'll pretend we're not live. <laughs> just stick with the dead pigs and squirrels. Forget the, the dogs. Okay, go back. So I'm sorry. How far will a dead squirrel fly? Oh, very far. A rabbit, not so much. Something about the aerodynamics of a flat rabbit. Mm. But ah. squirrels, after so this they've is, been sufficiently... Road, yeah, just road, when we didn't have anything else to do, they'd make us go pick up roadkill. And uh, that's the day I decided to do comedy, was when I had to pull that pig out of the creek. Oh, boy. Yeah, I had to wait out and I'd grab it. It, was, it wasn't a whole pig. It was like his head and his back skin. It was kind of just doing these beautiful little circles. It was one of the prettiest <laughs> things I've ever seen. And uh, I just went out and grabbed him by a big pink ear. And uh, about halfway back in, I went, well, I'm funnier than this. So oh, I boy. Went on the road. I must be funnier. <laughs> I got to be funnier <laughs> yeah, than yeah, this. Yeah, this, this. That is rough. That, but, is rough. Yeah. that is rough. But he saved a live animal. I never did that. So that's pretty heroic. But the thing is, they had to, and you had to walk through whatever, 100 feet of sludge, sludge which yeah. is a fancy way to say poop. Thigh Sewage deep. Mm. Thigh deep. Did you wear a fresh air mask or anything, or just put uh, up with the smell? They suggested that, but <laughs> I didn't really. Okay. Okay. Well, gloves. I would hope. Yeah, I did have yeah. gloves and a winch. Mm. Okay. Well, now Christy has a coworker that, doesn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> Christy has a friend that rescues a little baby, baby deer, deer all the yes. time. And this is a good time for us to do the PSA about that. You know, mother deer leave their baby deers during the day a lot because they don't love them very much. That's right. <laughs> 
Because the they're out looking is, uh, for food. Animal world's tough. Yeah, food for themselves. They, selfish. they will return. So don't pick up a baby deer thinking, oh, yes. my God, the mother's left the baby deer. No. Oh, so she'll be back. She'll be back, yes. Okay, good to know. Yes. All right. So, I didn't know that. So is this guy's mm-hmm. pulling the deer out of the I don't believe sewage it. swamp. It's true. Where was his mother? The vultures are thinking, what a dick. <laughs> uh, a couple more. Uh, couple more do, do-gooder. His mom's going, I left you for five minutes, and this is okay. what you do. Okay. So what Wander else have you got, Christy? Five minutes. Um, Penka, the Bulgarian cow, is going to escape a death sentence following international outcry. I am Penka, the Bulgarian cow. <laughs> Bulgarian officials initially intended to put down the cow after it wandered into Serbia and was returned to the European Union without any paperwork. (laughs) Excuse me, do you have any papers to prove that you're from Bulgaria? This incident triggered criticism from animal rights activists as well as social media protesters, even... Sir Paul McCartney signed a petition asking to save the cow. Uh, the Bulgarian Food did. Safety Agency announced Monday that lab tests cleared Panka and she will be returned to her owner. So what this, did they think he was going to? I think anytime you import an animal to a different country, in some cases, they have to be checked. They but, need paperwork? Well, sure. They got to go to a vet to make sure they don't they don't want to bring some disease into it. Right, country. wandered into the country. It's not like somebody brought him there on purpose. This is why we need walls. Maybe a spy. <laughs> it's almost, you never know when a cow's a spy. It's almost like you know exactly what to disagree with me about. Uh huh. Was a joke. Of course. Mm. What's I'm sorry. The name. The cow's name is Pinka. 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 It's a Bulgarian cow. P-E-N-K-A. I am Pinka. But he wants to be a Serbian. P e n k a. But yeah, the, what they don't tell you was when they, the vet examined Pinka, he had 65 balloons full of cocaine in his rectum. That'd probably be a great way to smuggle drugs, wouldn't it? Let a cow wander across the border. Sure. I have nothing going on. I'm just a cow. Do 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 do. do. <laughs> nothing we'll see here. Well, I'm going to be in a Chick-fil-A commercial, right? That's what I heard. Cows just kind of go, do, do. <laughs> they don't really do do Ready for slaughter now, right? No, they're not going to slaughter him. Oh, okay. What are they going to do with him? What you do to Pinka? I don't know. <laughs> no slaughter. Maybe Pinka's a family cow. Who knows? A right. nice pet. I'm uh, desperately yeah. trying to think of I the, doubt pink, the pink eye joke here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was stuck on that, too. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Over the past year, Arkansas drivers have endured a veritable, a veritable, a veritable feast spilled on their roadways. Let's see. We've had bourbon, frozen pizzas, pasta sauce, gin, all dumped. This is the most horrific spill I've ever heard of. That's oh. right, Chick. Fireball whiskey was added oh, to the menu Ooh. in Arkansas. Two tractor trailers collided Thursday on Interstate 40, causing one to spill hundreds of mini bottles of cinnamon-flavored fireball on the highway. Fortunately, I have a stockpile, so <laughs> I'm okay. State Department of Transportation spokesman Danny Stressel says investigators are still looking into the cause of Thursday's wreck, which caused major delays in both directions for a few hours. <laughs> People with straws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure what's burning my tongue. The asphalt or the fireball? Wow. Either way, it's good. Tastes like big red gum. Maybe a Coca-Cola truck will come hit this thing and we'll have a cocktail. (laughs) Doesn't it taste like big red gum? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Very good. Mm. Is that primarily a ladies' drink? Fireball? Fireball? (laughs) I beg you. Jinx, you want a fireball? I didn't know it was a grown-up drink. Isn't it mostly fraternities and sororities? They have it on tap now. No no grown man would just sip fireball at home. (laughs) 
I'll tell you, mister, I proudly have a jug in my freezer right now. They literally have it on tap like Jaeger at a bar. It just was at okay. on Wednesday. Although yeah. no, nothing beats Jaeger on tap because they have the antlers that yeah. you pull down. That's true. The Jaeger it's usually ice cold, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it has yeah. to be. My grandma sips Fireball. She Does she? It. She yeah. likes the cinnamon taste. She yeah. thinks it's old-timey. Hmm. <laughs> Sarsaparilla. And then we have to get her back in the house after a few. Uh, Nine months, you have a drink of uh, alcohol. It tastes a little bit cinnamony. That's right. <laughs> Nothing like <laughs> the finest spice. Sarsaparilla. Sucking down the sarsaparilla, banging a grand, banging a fella's grandmother. Oh yeah, I used to, I used to make my own horseradish schnapps. <laughs> Had quite a kick. That's All right. right. Tangy, I say tangy, <laughs> tangy, tangy, fella. Another shot, see. Where's your hat? You know, uh, the, the, what is sarsaparilla? Root beer, root essentially. Beer. Uh, I think it's root beer. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't, I know, didn't know either. I saw it. Saw it in westerns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that is that alcohol laden or is it? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. Mm-hmm. So if a guy orders a sarsaparilla, it's kind of a joke. Then. Was he? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, you could you could say yeah. It's like a cowboy walking in. <laughs> give me a give me a pink squirrel. As, it's uh, like Fox uh, used to say. Going in, I'll have a cranberry juice. <laughs> what is it, your beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The departed. Thank oh, you. Thank you very much. But James, you're a, it's, uh, Father's Day is uh, Sunday. That's and, right. Am I correct? And I'm, I'm kind of going back. You're a dad. Right? I am a father, yes. Okay, good. How's yeah. that going? Good. My daughter's doing great in school. How old is she? Uh, she's th- uh, actually 13. And uh, she's doing real good this year. The math is coming to her. She's oh. doing real good. It's just coming to her. She gets that from her mom. Her mom's real good at math. I know her mom's good at math because every month she tells me how much I owe her, and she's never off by a penny. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she can do math. <laughs> good with numbers. I'm terrible at math. I always have been. And I know why. I figured it out because every one of my math teachers from like eighth grade on up was a beautiful woman. Everyone, Miss Daly in ninth grade, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is hard to concentrate on X and Y when you got T and A in your face the whole day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can't come to the blackboard right now. Now, uh, do you uh, – if I asked you, could you very quickly tell me the name of your hottest teacher when you were a kid? Me? Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if she was the hottest, but uh, she was the, I learned later, she was the most uh, friendly. Oh, really? Oh. With, uh, with the class. I, I had, oh, yeah, I, I can was tell oblivious you that, to this. I can tell you who that one, too, was in high no, school. No, evidently mm. she held uh, pot smoking parties at her house on Friday night. You None of which I, w- I was never invited. Like Donald uh, Sutherland in Animal House. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Except, uh-huh. Yeah. Hottest teacher, Josh, go. Dana Smith. Dana, if you're out there, I still think about you, and I would uh, wow. gladly have lunch with you. No, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> Why? 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 Lunch, I mean. Oh. Well, I wasn't expecting a full name. I, uh, I no, was... I want her to know that I'm I'm still alive. and I, <laughs> I was just going to say Miss Mendelssohn, if you're still out there. Mm. Wow. I'm not playing. I'm not going to ask you to play because <laughs> 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 never mind. It. Local... Uh, mm. I, yeah, I'm still yeah. local Everybody here. Yeah. Okay, those were different times. Uh-huh. The lawsuits were. weren't quite as prevalent. Uh, Direct mail and carnivals, I think. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, back to you, Christy. Um, ride-sharing app Uber applied for a patent to detect how drunk passengers are going to be. CNN first noticed Uber's patent application for a new artificial intelligence that could predict how far a rider is from their quote-unquote normal state. It's too good to ride with me! would potentially use phone information such as data input accuracy, data input speed, device angle, or walking speed. Take me to my ex-girlfriend's house. Coupled with location and time of day to determine a rider's state. Patent lays out several hypothetical uses for the system that reportedly aims to make the experience safe for both riders and drivers. 
He so the driver can determine if, okay, this this guy's so drunk, I'm not going to go pick him up. Yeah. I wow. A, but I, I thought an, that was the whole purpose of I had an Uber like a week ago, the best Uber I've ever had in my life. He talked just enough. He, his car smelled incredible. Hmm. He had great music on the uh-huh. radio. It was per, had a couple bottled waters. Nice. Yeah, a lot of times wow. it's great. Good kisser. Perfect. Huh? <laughs> Never mind. No, he was not a good kisser. I had to walk him through it. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. Coming up in a few, song timing and Mungo Jerry. I'm sure in the summertime we'll be involved. That's next on the Bob and Tom Show. We're back in the Napa Auto Parts studios. This is Christopher, and this is the Bob and Tom Show. In the summertime, when the weather is hot, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. And that's a great summertime song. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit more about uh, song timing. Donnie Baker calls in. A little bit of Mungo Jerry in this segment, too. Let's listen. There's our engineer. He's Ace Cosby. Hello. Thank you very much. <clears throat> What's up, Big Sexy? You know, I thought you called him Game Show. Well, uh, maybe we should put up a put up a poll. Which one do you like, Game Show or Big Sexy for Ace? I think you got to call him Game Show because he talks like he's hosting a game show. All the time. And it's not irritating at all. <laughs> What's your sex talk like, Ace? Do you like to Same like thing. chatter? Or... Perhaps I should under your bra right now. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's back from the dead. Oh. I'm sorry. Let's uh, introduce uh, Josh. Is it going <laughs> itself? Okay, let's go. <laughs> oh. uh, Christy Lee is embarrassed to be here. This yep. is Tom speaking, and our guest in the studio is that man. He's a musician. Um, of uh, of some renown and a good friend of ours. He's a, a very humorous man as well. Lived life on the road and is still alive to tell the story. Yeah. He's Todd Snyder. Very handsome man. Yes. And, uh, yes. 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 Noticing. Yes. Let's not discount how handsome he is. Yes. Uh, and uh, during the break, you were playing just some, just uh, warming up with some obscure stuff, including the theme from Deliverance. Which yes. Was, somehow bit. you went from Deliverance into, uh, let me turn this on, you went from Deliverance into the into the Rolling Stones. But wouldn't it be great if the Stones came out and all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> they played the theme of Deliverance? And Dueling banjos? And Mick wrote lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> For the Dueling banjos. <laughs> Dueling banjos. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig. We're, Get we're, them pennies down. We were talking about semi-obscure stuff in the history of rock music, and there's so many really great stories about random weird events that end up being huge hits. And in, in Keith Richards' autobiography, he talks about um, waking up and he'd had a cassette rolling and he'd been noodling on a guitar and he fell asleep and he woke up and played it back and he heard... Da, da. He, he heard what would become the legendary uh, riff to satisfaction. Wow. And he, and a lot of that stuff is played in acoustic guitars, yeah. even on the albums. You'd never think that when you hear it. You yeah. go, that's you know some kind of fuzzy electric guitar. And just distorting through All kinds of weird stuff out there. Um, odd microphones being used or something breaks, they do yeah. that, and that ends, ends up being the hit version. Someone being stabbed in a control room while yes. they were recording. Yes, players. Love, love roller coaster. Love roller coaster. Yeah. That's right, Tommy. Yes. yes. Urban legend? Urban no, show. it happened, man. I know her sister's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Bike. Oh, oh, hey, Donnie. Hey, Donnie, we got a guest here. He's a Todd Snyder. Donnie. First of all, I have to say Happy hey, Father's Donnie. Day. Circle of Lies. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day, Happy Donnie. Happy Father's Day, Donnie. I apologize Day, for not Donnie. sending a gift yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you just sent me Whiffy. Thanks, yeah. Christy. Well, yeah, he two should... for one. 
He should spend Father's Day with his father. That's what it's all well, about. And he learned all the verbs and lyrics to the song Bear Run. To Snyder's, <sighs> I killed two birds with one stone. There you go. Swear to God. Very good. Mm-hmm. So it's good for him, you know. It puts him to sleep. It's like a lullaby for him. <laughs> and I was just calling in about your fecal festival this morning. Everybody talking. I did see that crazy porta party that was flying, but did you see a thing went viral about that dude that had to go in a cesspool of sewage to save a baby deer? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. talked about that on it Friday. Was, it was, uh, yeah, they saw this poor little fawn and there there was some kind of work crew, and the boss man sent some young kid out to go pick the year old Had to yeah. wade through all the poop. Mm. Yeah, of course they sent a rookie in after it, Tom. I bet you the boss never got out of his truck or even put down his clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it always works, because mm. bosses don't do a damn thing, yet he still got his name on the radio. Same way here. Randy's always taking credit for my ideals here at work. What oh, ideas do you God. Well, the fact remains, it was my invention to start selling individually wrapped Little Debbie snack cakes. Next to the zigzag rolling papers. Really? That's pretty smart. And our little Debbie sales went up by, um, carry the one, multiply the divisor. Multiply the divisor. Let's just say they went up uh, dramatically. Okay. Like, okay. A lot. Dramatically, yes. My best, my best idea was to start selling them bumper stickers at the counter at Red. Well-behaved women rarely make history, but always make dinner. So those, <laughs> oh, I, I bet those went over well. Yeah. Wow. They did. And then, uh, and I also, you know, I'm most mad about not getting credit for is I invented take a penny, leave a penny. Did you? I swear to God. <laughs> I came up with that like second day on a job, and now it's everywhere. And I ain't <laughs> yeah, you know, even made a dime off of it. Hmm. So unchristian. Had I known it was going to be that popular, I would have copyrighted it out and franchised it. Really? Or I should have probably took it to Shark Tanks and sold it for millions of dollars to <laughs> that Cuban dick who owns the Mavericks. Mark, Mark Cuban, uh, yes. What, no, no, his name is Mark Cuban. He's not He's not Cuban. Right. Uh, well, if that's how it works, just call me Donnie Carport. <laughs> what is he, a pro wrestler? Anyways, man, let me ask you all a question. Yeah. Were any of you as upset as I was when you first watched Shark Tanks and found out it was just a bunch of broke-down, bored billionaires begging real people for their invention and side job ideas? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if it was my show, I'd, I'd make all the people jump in an actual tank full of sharks. Oh, I see. I swear to God. I'd be like a... Six of you are entering the shark tank, and the last one of you alive will get their vegan jerky venture or mobile pet grooming company financed. Uh-huh. I swear to God. <laughs> People always talk about how they're willing to give an arm and a leg to make their dreams come true. Well, on Donnie Baker's shark tank, you may have to give both arms and both the legs. And maybe you'll get lucky, and all your competitors can't so much as doggy paddle or let alone swim. And maybe you'll make the mistake of having, you know, a tuna salad sub for lunch, and you belch up some chum, and the sharks go for you first. <laughs> oh swear to God. Yeah, see whose business gets a second chance, and he'll be going out of business and into the ground on this week's Donnie Baker shark tank. Right after a uh, new Kevin can wait. I never understood why they spelled it W-A-I-T, and not W-E-I-G, or the other ways. Swear to God, he can't well. stand that chubby dick. He's always slipping on banana peels. I'm a fan. Lot to say today, Donnie. Yeah, oh, thank you, Donnie. That was very helpful. Uh, Todd's going to hang out with us. He's on tour. A bunch of dates coming up, including uh, the uh, 20th Century Theater in Cincinnati coming up Tuesday night. Oh, that's Thir- still open, 20th Century Theater. 
<laughs> yeah, well, they didn't change the name to the 21st Century Theater. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're getting oh, at. Oh, that's the, that was the, what that was. <laughs> Sorry. I'll bet, they, I'll bet they get that a lot. <laughs> People come and go, oh, I thought you were closed. <laughs> well, it says. Being Only the, open in the 20th century. Yeah, okay, 20th Sorry. century. Uh-huh. Let's, uh, let's go grab Christine. They haven't changed 20th Century Fox yet. No, they I haven't. I thought they were going to. Weren't they going to? To 21st Century 21st Fox. Century Fox. Weren't they? Oh. Why would they? You would think. Why not? Yes, it's the 21st happening? century. Because Coke doesn't you, decide to, to you, call itself. You, of all people who well, refuse to play <laughs> Alice Cooper's School's Out during school. Well, that's because school isn't out. Well, it's not the 20th century anymore. No, but it's hmm. a theater. It, it's it's recognizing the fact that there once was a 20th century. Uh, you I, wouldn't play Alice Cooper? If, 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 <laughs> No, no, Todd, I have a problem. Sorry to switch. I have a no. problem with stations <laughs> no, no. that play songs. You yeah. don't play Christmas music now. Yeah. yeah. You don't play schools out when in the fall. What about school. Christmas in July? I, I hate Christmas that's in recognized. July. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed to vote. Isn't that right? Don't, you'll and see. I, uh, and, I don't believe in half birthdays unless you're under seven. <sighs> How, how do you feel about birthday weeks? Got a, some guy walks up, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be on Social Security next year, but it's my half birthday tomorrow, so I'm what? Who came up with that? Um, the half birthday, <laughs> well, I mean, half birthday's funny when you're five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Okay, let's move on. Well, it's cute when you're not in school and you get to celebrate your half birthday in school with your friends. Okay, that could yeah. be. But I'm just saying, don't play schools out when it's not out. That's all. You don't celebrate a half birthday, do you? If no, you're young, not. you okay. do. Little kids kid. do. No, but I mean, if you're a kid, you don't go, it's your half birthday, you're going to get a present and cake. You don't do that, do you? You're telling me, wait, you're telling me that you wouldn't You've, do it when there's no, cake no, no, involved? No. no, I think Josh's concern is the same as mine. You've got seven kids. You Every day would you would have to celebrate a birthday or a half birthday, wouldn't you? Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this, you raise a good point. They're all kind of spread out, aren't they? Well, let's move on, shall okay, we? Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to bother you. <clears throat> I mean, do you play the song Summertime Blues in the winter? Eh, if I'm yeah. feeling, uh, if I, I, if I, I want a, a taste of summer, maybe. Up. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't allow. Are you are you trying to tell me that uh, you wouldn't go see Porgy and Bess in the winter? Is that what you're telling me? No, I didn't say anything about Summer Porgy time. and Bess. I'm just I meant like um, and the living. I meant I meant uh, in the summertime oh where the living. Mungo Jerry, Mungo Jerry, wow. <laughs> and I believe I believe isn't is Mungo? He's still with Mungo us. Mungo right? is his first name, but Jerry is a fake name. Isn't that interesting? Some of the finest serious? sideburns ever. Oh, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> it's right. actually Mungo. Mungo Kevin. Leonard is his yeah, actual okay, name, yeah. but it, well, that so, wasn't so catchy enough. enough. So no what you're suggesting is we should do an album compilation of guys with great sideburns? Oh, man, he's got some of the well, best. Well, they begin and end <laughs> with oh, my. Neil Young. Yeah, he sure does. John Lennon, Neil Young, Elvis. Lennon? Yeah. When did Lennon? Well, maybe oh, yeah, there's a great, when Lennon uh, had the short hair and he had this, the great yeah, sideburns so. going down. I bet oh, that yeah. was Yoko's idea. Those were all Wow. That would be, be a great collection. Great great sideburn artists. Sideburn rock? Mungo, Mungo Jerry so, was a band, not just a person. Right, no, right. that's wrong. It's, it's no. one guy. They took the name no. from Mungo Jerry. He was a wise old man who lived up in the Kentucky uh. Hills. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> he would dispense wisdom to... Ray Dorsett to Thank you, Mungo, they Mungo would say. Jerry. Yeah. Huh? But do you like to Ray play Dorsett. in the summertime in the middle of winter? That's my point. That song I'm cool with any time. Because it's not, it's not saying now's the summertime. It's just saying in the summertime. I remember laughing so hard when it came out when I was a kid because in the middle he goes... <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. God, I love that song. 
just for no reason. Is he doing that? Yeah. Dean, can you grab That's it? Mungo with his it's, mouth. It's already there, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of the, uh, that's the kind of art, art street. He's doing this. This is. Yeah, they're take, doing some. He's doing Bobby yeah. McFerrin before that, Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, take that, Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> yeah. well, listen, stop talking. I can't so, hear. Okay, sorry. Didn't mean oh, he, oh, uh, all I was hearing was the uh. But he's he's doing a voove in there. And he's doing the. Is he doing it all? Great sound. It's a great vocal, though. Wow, what a great oh, song. Yeah. That whole song's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't have time for it. Uh, yeah, did did Mungo Jerry do the, uh, did they ever have a follow-up? Uh, uh, in the wintertime, it wasn't winter, nearly as popular. In the wintertime, the record executive made it in the wintertime. Yeah. not well received. Was, uh, fellas, I'm seeing four hits here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Springtime, baby. That's According to this article, the instant classic was followed by a string of 70s hits, including, let me know if you've heard these, uh, Baby Jump, Lady Rose, and All Right, All Right, All Right. Apparently <laughs> no, not. I'm no. sorry. Okay, here's a live version of In the Summertime. Oh, what? From when? Uh, if it was like la- a rib fest last year. <laughs> 2013. With a okay. disgruntled Mungo Jerry who doesn't want to go on tour anymore. Yeah. Well, I want to hear it. 2013, he would have been 70. Oh, this is where he goes, I refuse to play in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'll play He's... it, but it's $10,000. Here we He's go. He's 71 now. Here we go. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, it does. I want to go see Mungo Jerry this summer. Ribfest. Hey, wait a minute. That's two great things. Yes, it's got to be so fun. Have you you been? Have you been to the Ribfest here? Yes, I have. Yeah, Time to speed this along. I'm going to say, yes, I've been to Rip Fest. Have you been to Rip Fest, Tom? I hadn't noticed anything about it. What did you notice? Well, God, I hate, we go. I hate this joke. I'm not going to do it then. I don't, I don't even know it. Did you ever see the movie oh, The God. Killing Fields? Oh, jeez. <laughs> right? Right? Am I right? <laughs> All the bones, all the rib bones. <laughs> yeah, of the, uh, Pol Pot joke there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Are a lot Gee, of those. look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. I hadn't heard it. I uh, all but demanded to hear it. So we got right. to get, get Mungo Jerry. We got to get uh, Donny Iris. Donny Iris. Uh, all these yeah. guys, man, and have a concert. It'd be sure. great. Kim Mitchell. Would you play? Kim Mitchell. Would you, would you play Summer in the City in the winter? Yes. Yeah. No? Because I'm not insane like you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. So if you're shuffling your songs at home. Check. And in the summertime comes on, do you rush over and skip to the next song? <laughs> if it's wintertime, that's correct. <laughs> oh, my God. But again, it's talking about when it's summer, not it's summer now. Well, it's just they're saying no. in the summertime. It's like the 20th century theater. It, do you play not- Christmas music in the summer ever? No. <laughs> No. I heard it yesterday. I heard a Christmas song, and it was way out of place. What? What was where, it? A where movie? Or? I was getting a pedicure, and it came on the system. <laughs> oh, well, they oh, don't. Well, they don't. They don't know. Well, they don't know. They don't 
all know Christmas music. I'm not too sure sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You oh, pick color. You pay now. I'm just, just guessing you the Paul Pot joke would have gone away. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care for it. My bad. No. Yeah. Coming up next, Christie's apartment and another phone call from Floyd the Trucker. You're going to hear that next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. sugar donuts. I poured some sugar in my Pepsi. I had seven cups of coffee with some fudge. I ate a Snickers bar. I ate a Almond Joy. I poured some sugar on a Milky Way and ate it. And now I'm driving on the freeway. And if you cut me off, I think I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah, kill you, kill you. I pulled a booger out of my nose. I poured some sugar on the booger and I ate it. I'm eating sugar boogers. I'm eating sugar boogers. Yeah, yeah, sugar, sugar, kill you. Sugar's good, yeah. Beep. Welcome back. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Friday. This is Christopher. Again, the gang is back on Monday morning, so make sure you're here for the gang live back in the studio. Right now, a segment about Christie's apartment and another phone call from Floyd the Trucker. Chick McGee, I think he's going to start dancing. Chick? Oh, yeah. This is a song called Taint Misbehaving. It's about detailing someone's taint with... No, no, it's not. A, a no, it's not. A toothbrush and a Q-tip. Leave my taint haven't, alone. Haven't you seen the video? Aren't you supposed to... Uh, <laughs> Leave my taint alone. Massage the, the perineum oh. before childbirth, just in case of that uh, episiotomy. You want to detail it Yeah, first. you don't want that. Uh, thanks very much. That's Ace, that's Chick, that's Josh. Hey. Uh, that would be the boys in the room. This is Tom. That's uh, singer-songwriter Todd Snyder, and the lady of the house is Christy Lee. Chrissy's going to be leaving earlier. Another pregnancy test. Yikes. <laughs> no, I do have a doctor's appointment, but it has nothing to do with pregnancy. No. Okay. Well, I do it? have to leave early. What's it all about? Gyno 911. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's it. I got a little, I got a little trouble. You got a little trouble? I <laughs> am. Oh, yeah, dealing with a little something? No. <laughs> Dis, uh, discharge? <laughs> do you... Now, no, do you shower? I have a hard enough time getting dates. I don't need this. Do you, no, like to, no. do you like to go home and take a shower before you go to the doctor? I don't have time today. Well, my appointment's at ten fifteen. Well, how much oh, probing my. is going to be happening? Do you have any idea? I don't think they're going to be doing any probing. <laughs> okay. <Mm-mm. laughs> All right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> do you think doctors? I have a real quick question. Do you think doctors get a new tool like everybody? For example, you say you're your carpenter. You get some new tool and you go, I've got to try this out today. Do you think doctors ever do that? I bet, yes. Hey, it's Monday. Yes. Oh, my God. They they delivered the Ramstein 9000. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have coming in today? <laughs> you think wow. the, the speculum looks like a duck? Do you think they can make it talk? Oh, thanks for coming in today. Yeah. This is not. Oh, good to see you. Are you we have an opti- optically correct speculum? It's, yes. not an, it's not a gynecological appointment. Okay. Okay, so I forgot to tell you <laughs> well, this. What other what other doctor do women ladies go see? I have a regular Boobs? doctor. Is it your boob doctor? <laughs> All right, what? boys, grow up. Butt, butt doctor? Women have a separate doctor for their boobs, right? No, they Just a boob don't. doctor? No. Oh. I had boob my mammogram, everything's doo-doo. fine. Boob doctor. So I had a friend last weekend when we were at the, I was at the wedding in, yes, in New me, York. Tell us everything. Yes. No, but my girlfriend. Did you hurt your arm diving for the bouquet? No, I did not. <laughs> he, he told me that off the air and he goes, can you, can I say that? And she, 
I'm sure she'll laugh at it. Oh, yeah. Initially. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was not involved in the bouquet toss. But Airbnb and my girlfriend's Airbnb, you walked in the living room and there was an old doctor's chair, table. I wanted thing. it to be an old <laughs> doctor's chair. Hi. Welcome to my You're supposed to like, sit in this old doctor's had, table? Yeah, and it had the stir. The stirrups. A gynecological table? Yes. An antique? The whole yes. thing? Yes. In the Airbnb? It, it, was, was, it, was some, it was a decorator's choice? It was in there. Oh. You may have been staying at a lunatic's room. house. <laughs> and I'm thinking. Who has that in their <laughs> What? Really? God is my witness. Hey, while you're Colette in the foyer, quick pap, want, a, want a quick pap smear, Mrs. McGillicuddy? Have a seat. Exactly. Someone chose to put that in How their home. How weird. It that was weird. Is odd. It was very weird. What they had else? no television, what? but they had that. Why didn't you no do a tel- Well, they don't need a television. No. If they've got that show. I assume you stand and stare at the chair for about an hour. Hey, look, what the, the hell is leave that? Leave it to Beavers on again. <laughs> <laughs> there, how did you not take a selfie with this thing? I don't know. I was, you know, because I don't think like that. And I was in a hurry, and I was getting ready for the wedding, and... I was Did just... it go with the general decor? There were there other were there other odd okay. choices okay. or like okay. guillotine? There were all kinds of antique tools like all over the walls and oh, stuff. All right. Yeah, you were staying at Leatherface's. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't staying there. Colette was staying there. I would not have stayed. It was kind of creepy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did I mean, you rest... sit in the chair? Did you try it? I did. Her dad did. But oh, I did not. Great. The whole thing, put his feet up in the stirrups. The yeah. whole deal. No, no, no. He just kind of. Oh, my lady parts need <laughs> I'm a pretty lady. And <laughs> Could you get the water pick? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some cleaning to do. I feel dirty. I, know what the problem is. I apologize, Steve. You're a wonderful man. Very distinguished. Yeah. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, fellas. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. I've enjoyed you. God, oh, not what wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you're Good. welcome. I just told Dan and heard Christy's kindly got a touch of the coach flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, evidently. She, she's going to get her looked at, though. Yep, She'll be yep, fine. She'll be all right. Time of the year with the pollen count being what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll do it every Big time. Yep. I just tell you, take you a warm bath and Epsom salts. Oh, my God. That's, Good, that's Good advice. Oh, Good. <laughs> Thank you, Floyd. That was really helpful. Let's squeeze in a, a quick, uh, quick, uh, a quick uh, news story, Christy. What's going on over there? A 23-foot-long python swallowed oh. a woman in central Indonesia. We're doing this story, huh? Yeah. This is crazy. She went out to look at her garden, right? <laughs> yeah. the, but, the victim, but, 54-year-old Watiba, went missing while checking her vegetable garden, as Josh mentioned. But here's the thing. She did it in the middle of the night. She did it on Thursday evening. I don't know if that's the well, middle of the that, night. I think even as as uh, limited as my motion is, the older, I could avoid a python. I think. On Friday. They don't really like have cat-like reflexes, do she they? She went out no, on they're Thursday very fast evening. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, when they strike, they lay in and wait. they immediately wrap. Do wow. they? They have like 50 teeth, and they grab you, then they wrap around you. They 50? 
<laughs> they got a ton. Yeah, they all this. I, the picture I saw yesterday, I was reading about this thing. It's terrifying. Oh. On Friday, her family went to look for her at the garden, but found only her belongings, including sandals and a flashlight. The family and the villagers <laughs> launched a search for the woman and found the snake with a bloated belly about 50 yards from where her belongings oh. were found. Oh. It, it, it Having gets, a mint. They <laughs> killed the snake. It gets worse. Carried it to the village where they cut open the body and found Miss Tibba still intact with all her clothing. And mm. alive. She was Ta-da! swallowed first from her head. Oh. Wow. So what yeah, do you do? Awful. Do you suffocate? What, do you, what would you yeah, do? Yeah, before first? before no, the no. eating even began, I bet. Yeah, the, and this. You got squeezed. In yeah. Heart you, suffo- you suffocate, oh. and then the, the, they say this is extremely rare. That humans are almost never. Reports of humans being killed by pythons are extremely rare, as Tom said. In the wild, they're known to eat monkeys, pigs, and other mammals. This victim's garden was about a half a mile from her home and located in a rocky area with caves and cliffs believed to contain many snakes. Hey, Doris, where are you going to put the garden this year? I thought I'd put it a mile from here where the snakes live. (laughs) Things you don't order on a first date. You're also a single man, as is Todd. Perhaps you can both weigh in. Oh, ribs would be that's yeah. a that's a no-no no no on a first date. Messy. Why? Because you're me- yeah. You and then the ribs. You, you don't like to grab the ribs, stick it in there, end first, and go. This is me and you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything you, know, the, you can like a breadstick and a, a dip. You well, can just go. Who do you think I'm on a date with? Why would so I do that? This, huh? I mean, I would if I were going to do anything, I'd put two ribs together and <laughs> stick my tongue between them. <laughs> Do a little yodeling, something classy. <laughs> no, what would what would you get on a first? Where would you go on a first date, Josh? Oh, rest, restaurant wise. Well, I would ask her. What? what and her if preference? she, yeah, if she wasn't in the mood for anything in particular, didn't have a specific. Maybe uh, I think sushi's a fun first date. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah. Um, I think. Uh, if you go, to, if you go to the sushi place Christy and I go to, the good news is you can grow a beard while you're there. <laughs> Why don't yeah, you go to, to find our, out a lot our about sushi her. place? If, is the best. If, Why don't you go? If things aren't if things aren't going well, though, you're in trouble because it's usually an hour before they harvest the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a new one too because I'm okay. not going to wait. Uh, so you go to a sushi place in the first place. Maybe yeah, yeah, or just something to kind of um, I don't know, not, like a. Not a, not a chain. I, I tend to stay away from chains on a first date. Now, now, Todd, being a rock star, being out there on the bus and everything, I imagine. <laughs> you make first, it sound so romantic. First no, but I mean, you know, first date. First date's over I before you know it. A first date. A first first date for, date's over before you know it. A first date for Todd probably involves, I think Elvis left half a sandwich in the minibar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're hungry when you're done. Let yourself out. If you're hungry <laughs> when you're done. Did you hear that? It's a, He's well, laughing. Oh, you know what, honey? Date. You earned yourself a sandwich. That's right. <laughs> Half a sandwich. Now you take Half this card. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's from. It's from. A- this is the Bob and Tom Show.